This is Free Talk Live. It's your show. You can take control of the airwaves and bring up whatever's on your mind. Toll free, 800-259-9231. That is 1-800-259-9231. The Packet 8 toll-free line for you. You bring up anything. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All of the features and functions on the website are available for free. You just go and log in. And there's no Actually, there is no logging in unless you're logging into one of our free features like the bulletin board system or the wiki. It's all on the house, freetalklive.com. So, Mark, if there's ever been any doubt that Free Talk Live is an influential talk radio program, if there's any, ever been any doubt that advertising on the radio doesn't or does or does not work. I've got more evidence that radio advertising, specifically with Free Talk Live, is very effective. Well, I wouldn't think that uh, I, I wouldn't think anybody really believes that radio advertising isn't a, effective. I, mean, I don't know. I've heard people say I've I've done well, sales right. before, and I've heard the excuse, "Well, radio doesn't work for us." Well, that that's that's somebody who's not expressing what they mean. Um, when they say that, they say that radio advertising doesn't work. And I say this every day if I hear, you know, people, well, you know, radio advertising hasn't really worked for us in the past. Really what the issue is is price. Mm-hmm. That means that you spent too much on the didn't radio get enough results. and didn't get enough results. Right. It doesn't mean that the radio didn't work. It didn't work well enough to pay for the price well, that you could track. We know that uh, our advertisers here get results. This isn't an infomercial. I just want to give one example of uh, one of our listeners who has decided to make a tremendous change in his life or her life, not really sure which, uh, because of maybe a little bit of influence from Free Talk Live. Here's from the Equinox Libertarian Blues blog. This year, all libertarians all over the country put in countless hours campaigning for respective candidates who respected liberty and the idea of limited government. We made phone calls, put up signs, sent out emails, and even blogged. In fact, he mentions the phone calls part. This was sort of a new thing this year, the Libertarian Party uh, had this phone bank, like a phone database thing that they essentially parceled out a bunch of phone numbers to people and said, here, you call these people in this district. They Basically, they targeted specific districts that they thought they actually had a chance in, like mm-hmm. some of the ones we've talked about, uh, the Bob Smither race, the Michael Badnarik race, some of these ones that were sort of high profile, as far as libertarians are concerned, races. And so they targeted some of the registered voters there with, with phone calls, which is something new. So, you know, they put in all this new effort and, of course, got pretty dismal results, as we've discussed over the past couple of weeks. Anyway, he, he goes on to say, somehow in the midst of all of this, we started to really believe in what we were doing. Maybe we thought this would be the year to see, see the breaking of this two-party system stalemate that has been going on for years now. I, too, believe that maybe our hard work would land us with one seat in the House. And... To be fair, it's easy to to think that way. And well, I, I think I thought that way. You did. Uh, Michael Badnarik uh, was on on the air with us. He is was insisting that he could possibly win the race that mm-hmm. he was running in. So even he believed it, and a lot of other people believed it as well. And I think that as the internet as the internet becomes more uh, prevalent in our lives, and uh, of course a lot of Free Talk Live listeners are internet listeners as well, and so we spend a lot of time online. We start to to believe the hype that the Internet allows us to sort of create around us. I mean, if all we do is spend our time on hammeroftruth.com and freetalklive.com and we're sort of in the, uh, you know, the libertarian circles on the Internet, it's easy to get even more excited. I mean, as compared to, for instance, 10 years ago when all you could really do was meet up with some local libertarians and maybe go to the state convention. And you know, that was really the only sort of – and maybe read the Libertarian Party newspaper – I mean, really, that was the only sort of uh, keying in that you could do with the libertarian movement. 
But now it now it can be all over. Now it can be everywhere. It can be you know on your home page whenever you open up your internet browser. So do you see um, what I'm saying here? That, yeah, it gets a lot of top of mind awareness right. for people that are into it. And that prevalence can make it more exciting. Sure. Because you're reading more about it. You're reading more about the exciting candidacies. You're reading more about the you know the interesting things that happened. And, and there were some interesting things that uh, that occurred in this year's election. But nonetheless, the results were dismal. The blogger continues, So come election day, I proudly marched off to my polling place to cast my ballot for every libertarian that I could vote for. I didn't expect my vote to mean much more than a statement. My state has always been an ultra-liberal one. The results came in throughout the night, and I watched as candidates who mortgaged their houses to get up enough money to be in national debates received meager percentages. In house races, we got 6% at the highest, and Smither, a wonderful candidate in a place where he and a Democrat were the only people on the ballot, a Republican write-in candidate with a name that's difficult to spell, pulled in better results. You know, Better results by a factor of mm, seven or eight. Yeah, we we mentioned that on the show um, previously, yeah. and, and it's not any kind of disparagement towards those candidates. Mm-mm. No, we like we like Bob Smither. We like Michael Bednarik. They Bednar. did their best. Absolutely. And, and they really did. Michael Bednarik, how many tens of thousands of dollars did he spend? Uh, 400000 But then again, <sighs> uh, th- there's some questions, sort of, uh, you know, was a lot of it wasted on an office? Was a lot of it wasted on administrative things? Um, he wasn't in charge of his campaign. His campaign manager was. So anyway. Well, I, I, I don't know what to say about that. Um, but, you know, it's not that we dislike those um, candidates. It's that, man, this isn't working. Not at all. I mean, uh, Harry Brown got less votes in his 2000 campaign for president as a libertarian than he got in 1996. He did worse in 2000. Did that make me think any less of Harry Brown? Of course not. Harry Brown was a great man. It's the voters. They're the ones that need to get a clue. Anyway, he says, so uh, the House races, a Republican beat, the Republican write-in beat Michael Badnarik, or actually beat Smither. Um, I think the Republican write-in got 45% of the vote. Just a, amazing. Uh, slowly, the depression of hard work to no avail has been overcoming me. I've come to the decision after the urgings of Free Talk Live to join the Free State Project. See what I mean? Mm-hmm. Advertising works. And no, I'm not moving anytime soon. I'm merely stating my intent to move within the next three years. And you know what? As far as moving across the country is concerned, I, I'd consider three years relatively soon in the, the scheme of things. You know, some people might not be moving for another decade. Is the first 1,000 um, three years or two years now? First 1,000 is the end of 2008. People okay. who move by the end of 2008. So, so two, just two over years. two years. He says, I think I just need to see liberty in my lifetime. And my options seem to be New Hampshire or moving to Ron Paul's district. Because uh, essentially my state just lost me. For some reason which makes no effing sense to me, California voted down legislation that would restrict eminent domain. Yes, we decided we wanted the government to steal our land and pay us practically nothing for it. And in, in, I guess in contrast to what happened in California, in New Hampshire... The voters overwhelmingly voted to reject eminent domain for private uses. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I've heard this before. Have you read this to me off air or something? I think I told you about it okay. off the air a few days ago. All right. But, yeah, here you go. So just another libertarian that's uh, become fed up. And, and I, you know, this happened to me a few years ago. Become fed up with the system. Become fed up with, the, the, with voting and getting nothing out of it. You do feel good when you go and vote for a libertarian candidate, but 
you don't feel so good when, when, when the loses, results come um, you know, at less than a day later. Right. So it burns on people. This is what I was talking about right after the election. This is that political burnout that right. people experience. As he was pointing out, after working so hard, he manned the phone banks. He put up signs. He sent out emails. He, he blogged did work about hard. it. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of hard work. And in a lot of cases, many people also um, donating hard-earned money on top of time. And for what? You know, for what? For for what little results? Are we really converting massive amounts of people to liberty? No, we're not. There may be a few more people voting uh, libertarian this year than last year, but to make up for that, there may be a few people that dropped off and and you know became uh, wasted voters again, saying, "Oh, I'm too scared to vote for the libertarian." So, and even here in the, in New Hampshire, libertarians fared poorly. The libertarians that ran as Democrats and Republicans did much better. Of course, the ones that ran as Democrats did the best. The ones that ran as Republicans, they all lost, too. But they lost with much greater voting percentages. I mean, the people that ran as Republicans in uh, New Hampshire, the libertarians, they lost with, you know, 45% or lost by 40 votes. I mean, so you know, it I, seems to be the, the correct strategy is to do what it takes to win, not necessarily to run as libertarian. I would have to agree with that. Um, you know, there's successes on the libertarian front here in New Hampshire that are just unparalleled. Uh, there's 70 something people that the uh, NH, um, the Nash, uh, New Hampshire Liberty Alliance, has in the House and the Senate. Yeah, 75, 70, they, 75 they got elected this time. But they, that's number. That number's down, though, because of the, the tremendous Democrat win this year. But, hey, you know what? It's bad news everywhere. And it would have been bad news had the Republicans won, because they all want to make bigger government. 800-259-9231. That's the Packet 8 toll-free line. Mark's on the line wants to talk about not voting. Apparently, this is pretty popular. Uh, your calls as well about anything. This is your show. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, and it's your show. You bring up whatever's on your mind. Wednesday edition, Inside Hour 1. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. 800-259-9231. The Packet 8 toll-free line. That's 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website, of course, at freetalklive.com. And enjoy the live streams we've got there. There's a broadband version of the show and a dial-up version, both of them totally free, freetalklive.com. And register now for the New Hampshire Liberty Forum. Come and hear a speech by John Stossel, entitled Enemies of Liberty. The three-day event is starting on February 23rd, 2007. Early bird discount ends on Thanksgiving. So you better register now. Wow, that's soon. At freestateproject.org slash libertyforum. That's freestateproject.org slash libertyforum. And, of course, we are talking about the Free State Project and how one of our listeners has decided that he's had it. He's done with this whole California thing. That's where he lives now. And you, you can just apply this to whatever state you live in. Uh, has had it with the dismal results of the libertarians in his state. Had it with putting in hours and hours of volunteer time to get absolutely nothing uh, out of it except for maybe the good feeling you get when you go and vote. And he's joined the Free State Project and is planning on moving within three years. In fact, I was reading the comments on his blog, and one gentleman says, I joined the Free State Project over a year ago. I'll be making the move as soon as I can sell my property in Michigan. And I'm at the point where I'm ready to sell for as much as 20000 below market value just to get busy in New Hampshire. Hmm. So don't give up on our country yet. As things get worse, I suspect they will get worse before getting better. More and more freedom-loving individuals will be looking for hope. 20,000 is the Free State Project goal. It will probably be reached rapidly as things start to get worse. So hope to see you in New, uh, New Hampshire sooner rather than later. And as Free Talk Live gets more and more popular on more stations. Indeed. Yeah. yeah that's going to help. Um, we're, we are the number one recruiter for the, the No Free doubt State about Project. it. So 
I can totally understand where uh, why people are so fed up. And I want to just present. I, I, I actually sort of touched on this at the end of last night's show, but I want to s- recap it here. Because you were telling me, Mark, uh, that you'd got an email in from the Libertarian Party talking about their plans for 2007. Talking well, about I didn't get it. It wasn't from the email, um, from the Libertarian Party, but I do have a little bit of information. Yeah. I don't know how you got the information. Uh, maybe it, well, it's, I got this email from them, and it and it mentioned the same information that that uh, you mentioned to me. What was it that stuck out to you? Um, that the Libertarian Party has 1.7 million dollars set aside for their national budget uh, for advertising next year. Why can't we elect somebody? I don't know. 1.7 million. Who are we going to elect in 2007? Well, I don't know. But with $1.7 million, I mean, don't you think that we could have elected a few libertarians or liberty-minded people in New Hampshire for $1.7 million? I think so. Uh, And certainly in New Hampshire. It has been pointed out that in a a state senate race in New Hampshire, $50,000 is a lot of money to have. Mm -hmm. So Michael Badnarik with his $400,000 budget down in Texas could have been – I mean, he could have dominated yeah. if he'd run in uh, in New Hampshire. It'd be Senator Badnarik right now. It would be. And so, again, you know, where's all this money going to? Are we taking this $1.7 million and spending a, spending a bunch of it on administrative costs, a nice plush office in Washington, D.C.? I don't know. No, that was their annual national budget. The Libertarian Party has an office okay. in Washington, D.C. They've got overhead they've got to spend this money on. So I'm sure a good chunk of that goes to overhead, and then I'm sure some of it gets dispersed out to campaigns. I don't know how all of that works, but you would think that with that kind of money, you could get some, you could get something more than 2%. And in fact, I believe you can in New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project. As I uh, pointed out last night, I've got a really simple idea here. We're going to be running a local campaign here in Keene, where we're doing the show from, mm-hmm. we're going to run as many liberty-oriented candidates as we possibly can. It's a nonpartisan race, so Republicans and Democrats won't even be a factor. And there's only 1,600 uh, people that vote in municipal elections around tops. here. Maximum. Right, tops. It's now, it's more likely to be, um, unless, unless we create such a stir that we draw a bunch of people out um, one way or the right. other, it's likely to be 800. Nonetheless... Um, if you were to just quietly, you know, I'm not now. I'm not for taking over a town. I'm for con- uh, getting alerting people to the fact that we're here, and then having the existing people agree with what we're talking about because what we're talking about is simple and understandable and desirable, and having them turn out and make the difference. But nonetheless, well, I'm for getting people elected. That's what I'm for. Right. But nonetheless, even if you did want to take over. All you'd have to do is bring in a few thousand people, and there you go. Problem solved. For all of the thousands and thousands of libertarians out there that are lamenting the fact that they can't pull more than 2%, I saw another post on this blog that said, well, if it makes you feel better, one of our candidates got 100,000 votes in Georgia. Well, great. Bring those 100,000 voters or bring a couple thousand of them up to New Hampshire. There's already 7,500 people that are signed up for the Free State Project. Is All we have to do is get another two-thirds, and yep. we're there. Yeah. And this kind of co- uh, concentrated activism is going to make a difference. This it, it is making a difference now. That's Currently, true. the uh, the Free State Project is making a difference. If nothing else, holding off um, anti freedom legislation. But as right. there's only 400 and something people who have moved, according to the Free State Project no, website, no. 150 people have moved. 400 people. The other 300 or so were already living in New Hampshire. They were Free State Project members 
who were already in New Hampshire. Okay, so there's 400 the people here, right? Um, which is amazing that 300 people were represented from New Hampshire already. It just shows what a freedom-oriented state this Absolutely. is. Absolutely. Um, if I haven't made it um, crystal clear, a little bit can do a lot in New Hampshire, whereas a little bit does virtually nothing in other states. And all we're asking for is a few people that are dedicated enough to uh, to get on board. I mean, you just want to sit in your state and keep lamenting your, your sorrows as you continue to lose? Fine. We'll be waiting for you up here when you're ready. I, I want to go to the phones here, Mark. I know you had something else, but uh, let's go to Mark in Nevada. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hey, how are you gentlemen doing? Good, Good sir. What's on your mind, Mark? Yeah. Actually, you know, I had ran for city council myself uh, in the state I used to live in up in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. City called Brooklyn Center, and I was libertarian endorsed. This was in 2002, and I almost won. Uh, came in 19 votes behind the Democrat endorsed candidate. And where was this? And now, did the Democrat did, did the Democrat win then? Uh, actually, the way it was, four of us made it through the primaries and, and uh, uh, into the general election. There were two open seats, and it was pretty much a photo finish for third place between me and the Democrat endorsed candidate. And this is in a heavily Democratic city. Hmm. I had 3,070 some votes. The Democrat-endorsed candidate had 3,090-some votes. Imagine how much better you would have done in a place like New Hampshire where people are naturally oriented towards liberty. And then second place had like 3,400-some votes. So it was like 20 – I had like 21.8 percent. The Democrat had 21.9 percent. And it was like 22 – That's excellent. Now, Mark, you see, I see here the call screener saying that you wanted to talk about not voting. Yeah, I, voting. I find wait, it interesting wait, wait, that wait, you've wait. run political campaigns, but now you don't vote? Yeah, uh, I'll tell you. By the way, when it comes to moving, I'll tell you where I, I think what we need is an exodus from the country. Yeah, uh, I'm. Why? My my plans are to move to like the Bahamas, get out of this country because I can see the writing on the wall already. But I'll tell you when it comes to voting. What good's it gonna do I, to move to the Bahamas? They're a lot more free than we are here. Put it that way. Oh, they don't show up that way on the uh, the Heritage Foundation's uh, well, index of liberty. I would imagine that the criterion they're using is pursuant to some type of statist-oriented methodology. You notice how the lexicon has been so perverted. Uh, you know, freedom is conflated with another government program. Well, no, th th this uh, is an organization that's talking about freedom, and it's economic freedom specifically, which means that it's very difficult to open yeah. a business. There's actually two different groups, and I want you to hang on. And you can talk about right. not voting when we come back. 800-259-9231. we got a burned-out political activist on hold as well. Your calls about anything go. 800-259-9231. That's the Pack-A-Day toll-free line for you. This is your show. It's Free Talk Live. One of the bonuses you'll get as a Free Talk Live amplifier is access to our classic archives. For just $3 a month, you can become an amplifier, and you'll help us get on more radio stations and MP3 players. Get the details at amp.freetalklive.com. That's amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show. You bring up whatever you want. It's all free. 800-259-9231. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All of the features on the site, we give them away, including... The map, the listener map. Over 1,700 people from around the world have added themselves to it, and you can be on it as well, for free, of course. Go to map.freetalklive.com, or you can just surf around and see who else is listening to the show. That, again, is map.freetalklive.com. Looking for a show that doesn't dumb down the content for the slowest person in the class? Check out Common Sense with Dan Carlin. It's loud, fast, and smart. Unless you hear it, you'll never know if that slowest person is you. There's only one way to find out. Get the podcast at iTunes or go to dancarlin.com. 
That's dancarlin.com. That's right. So uh, we're going to the Packet 8 toll-free lines. Back to Mark in Nevada. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Now, Mark, you had said that you've seen the writing on the wall, and you want to get out of the United States entirely. You say, forget that whole free state project idea. I'm going to the Bahamas. Now, I'm a little bit curious about your reasons why you would choose to leave the country and go to a less free country. You say it's more free, but according to both the Heritage Foundation and FreeTheWorld.com, uh, both of their studies, it is absolutely not uh, more free than the United States. In fact, okay. on the Free the World list, it is the number 48th most free country in the entire world. I mean, Costa Rica's number 30. Why not go to Costa Rica instead? Well, it, it could be there, but let me start then with, with that. Uh, the methodology they're using, I think that... Uh, Maybe they're using a very narrow uh, set of terms to to construct this list. But let me give you an example. Have you here. actually looked at either one of these reports, or are you just speculating? No, I, I've looked at uh, the reports, and and uh, I, I you know I wonder you know for the life of me how they come up with this. Because let me give you an example. I'll tell you where I really felt like uh, really when I first started wanting to get out of the country. I was uh, on active duty in the military. And I got uh, a particular vaccine, i.e., the anthrax vaccine, which was given to me uh, mm-hmm. compulsory, no, no uh, informed consent there. I've had health problems ever since. Okay. I ended up with uh, cancer, okay? Mm. And uh, I was actually able to successfully treat my cancer by using uh, what's called a blood root cell. It's got a couple right, of. Right, right. You've actually compounds. told us about this once in the past. So, what's your point? Yes. And, and uh, the person, the naturopath that supplied this to me, although there's not a bunch of victims lined up or anything, and in fact, uh, worked very successfully at uh, getting rid of my cancer, uh, since uh, this naturopath was violating uh, laws, uh, he got raided by what was called the, uh, they called it, the, I think they called it uh, Operation Cure-All. I call it Operation uh, Kill-All. And it was a joint Federal Trade Commission and FDA mm-hmm. uh, 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 operation where they're rounding up naturopaths. This sure. guy it's tragic. Who treated my cancer. This guy who treated my cancer is now in jail. If that's right, and not, you chose that on a voluntary basis, and there's, it's absolutely outrageous what happened now, in that now, case. Now, the, the place that he worked with, and, and you know, doctors in the Bahamas can actually use this stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I started looking around. You know, you can go to the Bahamas and practice naturopathic medicine. You're not as likely going to end up in jail as here. I'm curious. Now, do, do they Mark, factor in things hold like on, this? Just a second, Mark. I, I don't know if they factor that in specifically. I've looked at their methodology. It is dizzying is all I can it tell is, you. It looks like they just focus on nominal terms like what the nominal tax rate is. Oh, that I don't know about of, that. It, looks like, it looks like a lot more than that to they me. They look at size of government, legal structure, security of property rights, access to sound money, freedom to exchange with foreigners, regulation of credit, labor, and business, all kinds of different economic and factors. And you can certainly point, point out a, Mark, uh, you can certainly point out a single instance, and, and I, I think it's you should absolutely be able to treat your um, illness in any way you, you want to. But um, And if you're looking for, for health freedom, what's that? And you should be able to practice as a naturopath. If you're looking for health freedom, there's certainly going to be countries that are going to be better than the United States of America. Absolutely. You can find specifically on that one criteria a better country. Um, But... You know, when it comes to all in all, I've been to the I've been to the Bahamas, I've been to several Caribbean islands, and I'm going to tell you those people aren't that free because 
they're spending their money. Um, they're, they're taxing them and, and taking um, the money, and, and they're spending it, and they're creating governments as big as they possibly can create them in these small economies. And you're only going to be dissatisfied in the size of the government there, and you're going to find one single instance there why that country is worse than the United States or whatever. Um, what you have to well, do is look okay, for the – It may not be the Bahamas like it too, but I will just say, I mean, we have the most activist, biggest government on the planet – yeah, that I mean, that alone. I mean, I that may be true, but it just seems to me like you're ready to. It just seems to me like you're just giving up on the United States when there's obviously yeah, a movement yeah. afoot. I mean, there's yeah. quite a there's a successful and, movement afoot that's and, going and to make fact, a difference. I mean, if that's what you want to do, guy, then good luck. But you're going to be an outsider. I mean, coming into any other country, you're going to be the foreigner. You're going to be the expatriate. Well, I'm, I'm a foreigner here. Well, just a much. second, Mark. How about this? If you know, libertarian. What's that? Anarchist, you're 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 uh, treated as a foreigner. I mean, I don't fit in anywhere here. This is the most uh, big government up he, up uh, in New Hampshire. Wait, 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 um, wait, wait, wait totally just a different. second, uh, Mark. If we could, uh, if there were twenty thousand libertarians and anarchists that signed up to move to one state, would you move to that state within five years of all those people signing up? You know, suppose this works. And, and they no, that's not it. the question, they're, Mark. They're going to get invaded. Ah, see, so you're paranoid. In, the federal government will spend in a bunch of storms. So you're scared, then? You're a scaredy cat. cat. Oh, well, it's not that I'm scared. It's that I can see the right. This is the most out of control, criminal, right. oppressive government on the face some of the planet. Some are going to run. Some are going to fight. Thank you for the call. We appreciate it. 800-259-9231. I understand. I understand where he's coming from. It's scary. Federal government's got tanks and bombs and guns, and I just can't see them taking, taking over a state when these people aren't obligated to move to one place and, and wear, um, you know, orange. orange. Yeah. yeah, right, so that they can find them. Right. It's going to be an entire state. You can't roll tanks in on yep. New Hampshire. Yeah, and at what point are they going to decide to roll the tanks in? You know, at what point are they going to feel so threatened to where they, uh, they feel like that's the only appropriate response? Right. The best thing to do with New Hampshire, if it's trying to, uh, you know, have less federal control, is ignore it. Well, right, because let me, tell you, let me tell you, Mark and the rest of you that are paranoid, because Mark's uh, concerns echo the concerns of a lot of people. That's not the first time we've heard that objection on Free Talk Live. It's an easy objection, though. It is, though. Let me, uh, one point to that is that um, the feds are already watching, okay? We know from federal uh, federal agent testimony in federal court that they are monitoring nhfree.com. Now, that's my website. I own that website. It is, it's not run by me. Russell and Cat uh, are the people that run the site. I'm completely hands-off as far as running it. But the, that domain name, that's mine. And, so, and you know, if they wanted to uh, snip, you know, nip this little uh, problem in the bud, mm-hmm. they'd just wipe out a few of us. That's what I was getting to. That's what I was getting to because why tanks? It, it, look, I know that the feds are pretty incompetent, but nonetheless, apparently a few of them know how to use the internet, and they do have a few IT guys on their staff. So it wouldn't be very hard for them to say, "Hmm, well, we spend a lot of time looking at this nhfree.com website. I wonder who's behind this organization." It wouldn't be very hard for them to find out who the owner of the website was, and it's obvious that Russell and Kat are in charge, and they've already had run-ins with the feds. And, you know, a stitch in time will save nine. They've all heard that little uh, uh, little cliche. They could just come in here and take care of the problem real quick. How many people are going to sign up for the Free State Project? When people move? start getting bumped off? Right. When, you right. know, ten of them. Yep. Ten. That, that you don't would, need that would kill the movement. You just need one dedicated government sniper. It'd be done, because then, then their fears would be validated. 
Then their concerns would be these, pe- now, these paranoid I people. Say, I don't. I, I think that the federal government's out of control. I don't think they're willing to do this. I, don't I just don't. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here. We're still here. I mean, it's we've been on the air for four years now. Two of those years syndicated nationwide. So going on a couple of months here. Yep. All right. Let's go going to, on three. Right. They should have gotten us back down in Florida. Is what they should have done. Yeah. Let's go to Matthew in Massachusetts. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hello, Matthew. Gentlemen. Hey. Yeah, there's a sad case right there. Um, well, it's example. understandable. It's sad, yeah, but understandable. But it's, but it's another example of a person that's just going to talk themselves out of, uh, you know, a truly good uh, a good solution to this. Yep, he's going to um, go the and live. The solution, I can tell. If he actually yeah. does follow his word, he's going to go to some other country where he's going to know absolutely yeah. nobody. Uh, exactly. People are going to look at him as an outsider. And I can't imagine that that life. I mean, that's that's going to be not so great. And Matthew, you just barely had a chance to even speak. We're going to hold you over, so hang on, if you would, please. 800-259-9231. Matthew is apparently an LP burnout himself, Libertarian Party burnout, and not in the pot-smoking kind of way. More's on the way. You take control of the airwaves. This is your show. What are you going to do to make a difference? What's your plan? Do you even have one? Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, your show. You bring up anything toll-free, 800-259-9231. Ian here with you. And Mark. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All of the features on the site, we give them away. Freetalklive.com. We do ask, though, that you voluntarily support the show by voting for us. Why do people want to vote for Free Talk Live? Well, to spread the message of liberty so that, uh, you know, people, more people will um, hear the show and uh, come to find out about all these messages that we're spreading around. And maybe you appreciate the fact that we give you all the features on the website for free. So it's just kind of an easy way to help support the show without having to really do much more than pick up a few fingers. Go to vote.freetalklive.com, and you'll see that we're currently, or after you vote, you'll see we're currently ranked at number two. That's the number two podcast in the world out of all categories, out of all 25,000-plus podcasts. We're number two, thanks to those of you that have voted. But we still need your vote to crack number one. It'd be nice to be number one. Uh, sure Vote.freetalklive.com. It'll take you less than a minute. makes a big difference and draws new people to this show, thereby new people hearing the message of freedom, as Mark mentioned. Vote.freetalklive.com. As we go back to Matthew in Massachusetts, you're back on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Gentlemen, yeah, I was just calling about the fact of why the LP... Libertarian Party will never um, will never succeed the way it wants to, and uh, the, the pure the pure fact is that the way the government is set up, and the way people generations of average citizens um, have been raised, is the idea of using government force to get what they want, and that is a and you already have a you have um, how many? Who knows how many people already entrenched in these bureaucracies and all these uh, different uh, levels of government that like things just the way they are, mm-hmm. and they don't want people. And what does the LP want? They want to take most of that away. We want change, right? And people and, don't like change, right? They well, they want they want a gover- a big government. They, they, people can say they don't, but they do. They want a big government. That does what they want, you know, those particular things, mm-hmm. and that's their idea. They want oh, whatever their particular program is or their law, and they want a government that can do that for them. And so we have a we have a, a most of this populace is big government. Well, minded. Matthew, I'm I'm not exactly sure I entirely agree with that. If somebody okay. um, if somebody believes in small government in an area, they believe for 
uh, a, a few reasons, but at the very least, um, a, a good percentage of those people believe in small government for the reason that we do, that it doesn't make sense, that um, you know it's inefficient, that it costs too much, that the return on the dollar isn't worth it, that um, it constricts freedom. Whatever reason it is that they, uh, they agree, some of them are just mean. Like, I don't want to give welfare to poor people because I don't like – Blacks, mm-hmm. you know, there's there's people out, out there like that, and I, I I can't I don't have a conversation for them, but I do have one for people that um you know I want small government except the, you know except for my particular program is if you can make them see why small government works in their area in the areas that they see they they like the idea of there being small government then you can take that and move it to the area that they are you know that their accept sits in, but. What I'm saying is that the majority of the populace of this country um, is has a big government um, mentality in sure. one shape or the other. They, well, they absolutely what, do, all, even though they don't realize it. In fact, Mark, you mentioned a statistic to me right before the show started that apparently there was some exit polling that showed that amongst voters, at least, 62% wanted smaller government. So when asked explicitly, they will say, yeah, I want smaller government, but that doesn't mean that their mindset isn't, well, yeah, well, the government still has to take care of this and this and this and this, and therefore they technically are big government people. Right, that's what I'm talking I'm not right. talking about. I'm, what, that's what I'm talking about. And the fact is is that that's what, that mindset is what is supporting this current big, uh, this big government that we have that's growing every you know, year after year. And yeah, because those are the ones and, that go out and vote. Yeah, exactly. And you just talk to your average person, and they do support vast amounts of things that the government does and think that it's supposed to be doing those type of things. And they look at the LP, and what does the LP provide? It provides taking a lot of that away. Mm-hmm. And that's right there. Boom. They lose their interest. You're done. And, oh, don't want it. They don't want to vote for any government, uh, someone who would take that, those certain programs or that law away. My goodness, because then we wouldn't have roads, would we? Now, Matthew, right. you've, uh, you're, you're fed up with the Libertarian Party's results in the state of Massachusetts. You're already a member of the, Liber- of the uh, Free State Project and are expecting to move hopefully within the next few years. Right. My question for you is, considering the call we just had on Mark in Nevada, who was concerned about the federal government rolling in tanks and starting to kill people, what do you, I mean, how do you feel about that as somebody who is taking the step, as somebody who is moving into the state? I think that you can uh I think you can sit there and spend all the time making excuses as to why uh you can't move to uh, you know get involved in a movement that is actually uh that is working right now mm-hmm. or you can just I mean you can get involved in something that's going on right now which is the free state project that is working uh that's the interesting point I was going to make he had mentioned something well what if this worked uh, it is working. Yeah, we got it's not, uh, not, it's not. It's not. It's not like in the future. It's going on now, and it is working. That's correct. We fended yeah. off um, some very anti-liberty um, proposals in the last year, and right. elected the very first early mover this year to, to New Hampshire uh, State House. Not to mention right. that it's it's the easiest thing, and the, the commitment for the Free State Project is the easiest thing in the world. You don't have to do. You make the commitment. You don't have to do anything. Your commitment doesn't count for anything unless twenty thousand people sign up, mm-hmm. and you have five years after that. So, right. it, you know, it's and not like if it'll work. It, yeah. You know, I mean, you're signing up if it'll work. Yeah, yeah, right. good point. Matthew, yeah. thank you for the call. We appreciate All it. Right. 800-259-9231. Let's talk to Troy in West Virginia. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hello, Troy. Yeah, um, I'm listening to you all on the Genesis um, Communications Network. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. In the afternoons, I'll listen to Alex Jones. That's nice. 
Are you familiar with him? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Heard his name. Have you ever seen any of his docu- documentaries? Yes, I have. Have, I have you seen not. the... Have you seen well? Have you seen the one on Bohemian Bohemian Grove? I've seen some. I've seen some of it. Mm-hmm. Well, here's what I thought when I saw it. I thought I was watching a play. There was a book book that they handed out. There mm-hmm. was people in the crowd. There was a light show. There was some singing. It didn't look like something. Just a goofy play. Is that, is that the way you looked at it? It could have been anything. I mean, you're talking about this. Uh, the, the suggestion is that the politicians are all part of the same club, and they all get together and they hang out at this place called the Bohemian Grove, and they sacrifice babies to a uh, you know an owl god or something like that. That's the those are the claims. And uh, I don't know. There's some some footage, and it was there was something going on on a stage somewhere. And I think that your your reading is just as good as anybody else's. In fact, I'd never heard that suggested before. But now that I think of it, I think that's an excellent interpretation. I just wondered if somebody else. I I didn't know anybody else had seen it, so I just called you to see if you had maybe. Seen yeah. It. No, there you go. It's just you know, it's a conspiracy video. It's, it's interesting, intriguing, but really. Re- irrelevant overall. I mean, as far as the uh, the world stage is concerned, as far as what's going on in reality, we know the uh, government officials are bad to the bone anyway. We don't need to find out if they, you know, whether or not they actually do sacrifice babies in the middle of the forest. Well, I, know, that... I know, I mean, they're not, they're bad, but I don't think they sure. <laughs> sacrifice. Well, right, it's, ir- it's irrelevant. If they do that sort of thing, then they're really weird and they're bad. And if they uh, they don't do that, they're still really bad and need to be opposed. And uh, thank you for the call. We appreciate it, man. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one to the amplifier line. And Dennis in New Hampshire, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Howdy, folks. Hey, what's on your mind? Well, I tell you, the guy who called in a little while ago that um, was concerned about the federal tanks would roll into New Hampshire mm-hmm. if they started to go too far with this crazy freedom thing. As it turns out, I mean, I've, I've given that some thought myself. I mean, it's I've just kind of wondered, like, if you wanted to off the Free State Project, yeah. how many people would you have to kill? It's an excellent you know, question. Mean, and, you know, I've actually... Well, the answer, I think the, the answer to that would head. be the sooner, the, the, the fewer, the sooner. The sooner, the right. fewer. If they're going to do it, they should do it soon. Right. I figure right now, there's a core of, I would say, about 30, 35 people that, even if they knew their friends were being killed, they'd probably go hide in the woods or something and still keep lumbering on. Mm-hmm. So I figure right now, I mean, you'd have you have a hard time getting rid of you know 35 mysterious car accidents is a pretty fair number, you know. Well, the um, other problem with the Free State Project, with offing members of the Free State Project, is it's a decentralized movement. I mean, there are the there's the board of directors for the Free State Project, but they don't really make decisions for the people once they move into the state. So there's 150 some people that have moved in so far. Killing one or the other of those 150 isn't really going to do anything well, because you know, there are very few of them. Nobody's in charge of anybody else. Well, I could I I am um, I, I believe contrary to that. If you picked um you know just pick 10, 15. Important free staters. Yeah. I don't care how how you pick them, but just you know, just use your whatever criteria. You pick those fifteen, and you smoke them with a sniper. Obviously, the crime is never going to be, um, you know, no. The local New Hampshire police are going to figure out who did this. No, it's a gut, you know, if a government agent did it, there's no way that they could do anything about it, and um, that would be hey, it. It's, it's and, really hard to smoke a, a state rep without getting that news. Well, they probably wouldn't do a state rep. <laughs> well, I, if I was it. in charge of it, I would bump off uh, Jason Sorens, the. Uh, the you know, the guy in charge of the project. Hang on, Dennis. We're going to bring you back. 800-259-9231. Hour number two is on the way. You take control of the airwaves. Bump off the founder in a very grisly way and leave a note. Let them know that the rest of them are next. That'll scare them off. Free Talk Live. 
With your help, we can spread the message of liberty around the world. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month now at amp.freetalklive.com. If you can't afford it, keep enjoying us for free. If you can spare the three, visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. We kick off hour two of the Wednesday edition. You can take control of the airwaves. Bring up anything. 800-259-9231. That's the Packaday toll free line. 1-800-259-9231. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All of the features on the site are totally free. That, again, is freetalklive.com. As we roll back into the phone calls here, this is the show about your calls. We're going back to Dennis in New Hampshire. You're back on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Now, Dennis, did you um, miss a chance to get out everything that you had to say last time? I, I There was one other aspect of this. We're talking about, you know, offing the, uh, the leaders of the uh, of the movement. And you're right, you know, offing the FSP leadership. That's only a few people, and no one listens to them anyways. Yeah, but it would still make a difference, because if you bumped off the entire, maybe if you bumped off Jason Sorens, the founder of the Free State Project, that's going to resonate. That news is going to come out. I mean, if his head, his brains got splashed all over the side of a wall somewhere, um, that's going to scare a few people. That could just be murder, though. Um, but if could ten, be. if ten people showed up within the same month for whatever you know for you know mysterious reasons, dead. Right, like all of the board members of the Free State. Project. I think the Free State Project is pretty much over. I doubt it because okay. I mean, there's so many of the ones. Like for example, the, the head of the IT department lives in Moscow right now. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how you're going to get to him. And you KGB. Know, IT... Pardon? You stick the KGB on him. Come on, this <laughs> yeah, is the new right. world order we're talking about here, Dennis. These are the most powerful people in the world. I should have known. <laughs> you know, if this if this new world order is so powerful and so scary, and you know they've got their tendrils into everything, why aren't they taking action? Why aren't they doing anything to eliminate this movement? Maybe they just don't think that we're serious yet. You know, with respect to the gentleman who said that pretty much everybody is already for big government, and he was just disgusted. Um, mm-hmm. A little factoid here, according to the Secretary of State of New Hampshire, uh, 36% of people in New Hampshire are registered as undeclared. Mm. And that's, you know, they're definitely not Republicans or Democrats, whatever they are. Wow, so that means, uh, what, 30-something percent are Republicans, 30-something Democrats, and then 36% undeclared? That's right. Hmm. Right on. Dennis, thank you for the call, man. We appreciate hearing from you. 1-800-259-9231. Let's talk to Bill in Virginia, also on an amplifier line. Hello, Bill. How you doing tonight? Good. What's on your mind, sir? Uh, well, you know, I was just thinking, as Dennis brought up, uh, if they start, you know, offing or messing uh, with Free State Project members or their leadership or anything like that, I mean, that's just going to encourage me to get up there sooner. Why? Because... Free State Project is about fighting for freedom. The whole idea is not to run away, it's to get in there and fight. And if they want to fight, we can give it to them. Hmm. Do you but, think you, you know, might be the one? Lo- you know, if we're losing Free State Project members in New Hampshire, it looks like there's a niche to fill. That's awfully They're courageous scared. of you. They're that's doing a- something about it. We're yeah. accomplishing something that they don't want us to accomplish. That's that's so really courageous of you, harder. Bill, and I don't know if most people would feel that same way. I, I really don't know don't. if I feel that way. <laughs> Well, you know, what do they say? I'd rather, you know, live, die on my feet than live on my knees. A- it's absolutely. It's a quality of life issue. We know that the United States is just getting worse and worse. We're not going to run to the Bahamas because it's not going to get any better. The only solution right now, what the Free State Project is all about, is doing something. So yeah. if we're doing something and they're reacting in a way that's fearful, 
then let's keep doing it. That's the key. Excellent point. Right? You know, if I, mean, I was already, if I, I'm already here in, in New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project, and if indeed uh, bodies started turning up, I think that uh, that would just, you know, at this point, I probably wouldn't decide to leave. I'd probably just decide to stick it out and watch my back and, and do my best to, uh, I guess, stay alive at that point. I'd be, it well, would certainly sure, be an interesting you know, situation. You have friends to watch your back for you, right? Good point, Bill. Any other thoughts for us? Uh, not at the moment. Thanks for the call, man. We appreciate it. 800-259-9231. So we've been talking about the election and the dismal results of the libertarians and how the Free State Project is the only sensible solution for liberty in our lifetime. I mean, it's the only one I can think of. As each, electoral, uh, as each election passes, it should be uh, becoming more and more clear to those who have been, de- been in denial to those who who still continue to believe that they possibly have a chance of attaining liberty in their lifetimes where they're currently at, if where they're currently at is not New Hampshire. It, it, would, it, it would seem to me that it should be growing on people as time goes on. And I think it is. And I think it's going well, to be good. that The Free State Project has seen a boost in, in recruiting numbers over the past um, several days since the election, as expected. Well, I hope they thing. can keep it up. I hope it doesn't trail off after two weeks. I hope more people get angry and decide to make a difference and, and join up. Well, um, you know, I think that if you if you want to see more signups with the uh, Free State Project, you probably should go with what works. And, you know, I am an unmitigated seller for the show, mm-hmm. but I have to say this show works in that respect. Um, oh, sure. They should be dumping money into Free Talk Live. The more stations dumping. we're on... Well, three bucks a month is part of the amplifier. I'm not talking. I'm not talking about uh, uh, listeners. I'm talking about the Free State Project. Oh, I see. Um, you know, I don't know what their budget well, they is. They only have so much to dump. I'm sh- I'm sure they do. Yeah. Um, but it, this works. This is the number one recruiter, mm-hmm. and that's where I'd be going. What works? Yeah. Of course, if I was the Libertarian Party, I'd be doing the same thing. But they haven't even bothered to ever try no. that. What Libertarian Party dumping into Free Free Talk yeah, Live? Advertising on Free Talk Live. We're not that big biggest supporter of the Libertarian Party. I'd support Party. them more if, if they send some you money would. my way. Now, now, people, you've finally seen where Ian's for sale. <laughs> you always know that I'm for sale, but here you have the opportunity. Ian could be hey, bought by the much, Libertarian Party. I was much more friendly towards the Republican Liberty Caucus when they were an advertiser. <laughs> That's true. 800-259-9231 is the packet A toll free line. And there's but a par- at this point, the Republican Liberty Caucus has given us money. And, and the Libertarian Party the Libertarian has not. The Libertarian Party has not. That's right. Um, all right. So we've been talking about the election, and we're, apparently we're not the only ones with some, I guess, afterthoughts. Uh, Michael Moore, the famous socialist, has a few things to say. Well, I don't know. Um, M- Michael Moore, in this uh, the Mike's letter, as it's entitled, uh, dated uh, yesterday, he sort of um, he makes the liberals pledge to disheartened conservatives. I don't know if this represents what the Democrats believe. It, it represents what one Democrat believes. It does. Um, and it's it's funny, and uh, it, it's a great little laugh. Um, of course, I sincerely hope... I saw some of this in advance. I don't know if a lot of it's funny. I consider it funny just okay. because he's such a liberal. Okay. Um, I know you're dismayed and disheartened at the results of last week's election. You're worried that the country's heading towards a very bad place. You don't want it to go. Your 12-year-old Republican revolution has ended up so mu- with so much yet to do, so many promises... Left unfulfilled. You're in a funk, and I understand. Well, cheer up, my friends. Do not despair. I have good news for you. I and the millions of others who are now in charge with our Democratic Congress, he feels like he's in charge. Yeah. yeah. Have a pledge. 
have a pledge we would You're like. Right, this is funny. Yes. We would like to make to you a list of promises. This is just uh, unmitigated goading towards mm-hmm. um, conservatives, but it's fun. I, I find it funny um, that he continues to use the term we mm-hmm. as though he's in charge or that the Democrats as a whole, the voters, somehow are the ones making the decisions here. Mm-hmm. Not so. This is a list of promises that we offer you because we value you as our fellow Americans. You deserve to know that we plan to do what we plan to do with our new found power. And to be specific, what we will do to you and for you. Hmm. Thus, here is our liberals pledge to disheartened conservatives. Dear conservatives and Republicans, I and my fellow signatories hereby make these promises to you. One we will always respect you for your conservative beliefs. We will never call you unpatriotic simply because you disagree with us. In fact, we encourage you dissent and dis- disagree with us. I-, I believe him on that one. Really? I-, I believe him. He's a little vitriolic when it comes to uh, uh, dissenting. But okay. Two. We will let you marry whomever you want, even when some of us consider your behavior to be different or immoral. Who you marry is none of our business Love and be be in love. It's a wonderful gift. Now, in most states, um, Democrats are not outnumbered 80 to 20. And in a lot of states, that's the kind of numbers that uh, people disagree with gay marriage. Hmm. So I don't know if he represents every Democrat there. Just my thought. Three, we will not spend your grandchildren's money on our personal whims to enrich our friends. It's your check. Oh, that's silly. Yeah, that's that's nonsense. Absolutely. Real. Yeah. Get the checkbook out. We're spending your great-grandchildren's right. money. First of all, we aren't going to be spending anybody's money. It's the government that's going to be spending the money, the government run by people who aren't you, Michael Moore. Now, that may be true if it was Michael Moore, though I doubt it. If he was to get his hands on power, he'd be just like the rest of them. He'd be instituting the programs that he wanted to see and distributing wealth in the way that he thought was appropriate. And there's more wealth distribution coming up. Your calls as well, 800-259-9231. Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, your show. You bring up what you want. Toll free, 800-259-9231. That's the packet8.net toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website as well at freetalklive.com. The bulletin board system awaits you with a lot of posts, 140,000-plus for you to surf around through. Lots of people interacting and uh, lots of different things to discuss there at bbs.freetalklive.com. Like the rest of the features on our website, it is completely free. That's bbs.freetalklive.com. Though I would like to to address something that happened today on the bulletin board system. We had the spammer hit the BBS again. Oh. Yeah, this guy hit the BBS uh, probably about three or four months ago. And essentially, he's, he, what happens is we think it's a, a robot um, that basically signs up for the site, or the, maybe the person signs up in person and then activates this robot, which essentially gets the entire list of usernames on the website mm-hmm. and then goes through and sends a private message to each and every single one of the usernames on the entire website. Well, at the very least they don't get their uh their they don't get their email address somehow. They don't get their email address. And That's then true. like continually spam them. It's just a spam through the BBS itself. Right, cuz what happens is by default and we're looking at changing this, we're looking at making this a little more difficult for this to happen. So we're we're going to figure out a way hopefully to prevent this from happening in the future, but nonetheless if it ever does happen again, um, basically, what happens is if you get sent a private message, the system, the bulletin board, will send you an email saying, hey, you got a private message waiting for you. And then it also includes the text of the private message. 
which is sort of a problem because apparently people don't actually read what the full email says. So I get a bunch of emails today from people saying, Hey, what's with this spam from you guys? Well, I didn't send out the spam. What they were confused about is the email that notifies them of the waiting private message is from the Free Talk Live BBS. Right. But when they look in the email, they sort of skip past the first few lines where it says, Hey, there's a private message waiting for you. Click here to get it. And they go and read the actual message, and then they think that we sent out the porn spam. So, no, we didn't send out the porn spam. Yes, the guy has been uh, banned at this point, and this doesn't happen very often. But nonetheless, I want to make it clear that uh, it wasn't us, okay? Uh, anyway, 800... Yeah, why would we do that to people? Right. 800-259-9231, the Packet 8 toll-free lines. Um, by the way, Free Talk Live is brought to you by the Free State Project's First 1,000 Pledge. Are you just going to talk about freedom, or are you going to start living it now? Learn how the First 1,000 Pledge can make it happen today at freestateproject.org. That's freestateproject.org. All right, we're talking about an email from Michael Moore. Now, he didn't actually email us personally. Apparently, this is some uh, mass email that's been going around. He's trying to get people to sign on to it, mm-hmm. and it's essentially just a knife in the wounds of the... Uh, of the Republicans out there. He's outlining a few things that he's promising that the Democrats are going to do to and for, as he puts it, the Republicans. That's right. Number four. When we soon bring our sons and daughters home from Iraq, we will bring your sons and daughters home too. They deserve to live. We promise never to send your kids off to war based on either a mistake or a lie. We'll send them off to war war. for very good reasons that we decide they are, but we won't send them off for a mistake or a lie. Well, I would venture to say, Mr. Moore, that all the wars that we've been in in the last hundred years are mistakes or lies. Yeah, I would agree with you. Okay. He's just a partisan hack. Five. Yes, it won't be mistakes or lies that I will admit to. Five, when we make America the last Western democracy to have universal health coverage and all Americans are able to get help when they fall ill, we promise that you, too, will be able to see a doctor, regardless of your ability to pay, and when stem cell research delivers treatments and cures for diseases that affect you and your loved ones, we'll make sure those advances are available to you and your family, too. That's amazing how he can just predict the future like this, isn't it? I sincerely hope we don't get universal health care, and if we're the last Western democracy to get it, God bless America. How would you feel about secession in that case? If um, we had to pay for... well, it, um, If the federal government instituted a national health care system, a uh, totally socialized health care system, would that maybe push you in a little more towards the secessionist direction? Um, all, my, I'm, all I'm interested in is taxes. Mm-hmm. Um, if if we're you know if we've opted out of paying taxes at that point, it doesn't really matter to me whether they have Western, uh, whether we have universal health care. If uh, New Hampshire said none of our... Uh, well, they wouldn't let you have it. I mean, they'd be pissed. Good. Right. I don't want it. Maybe they'll roll in tanks. <laughs> would that be a mistake? <laughs> what would be a mistake? On his part. He said he wouldn't do it, um, get into a war on a, uh, based on a mistake. Oh, that would be a lie. <laughs> Even though you have opposed environmental regulation, we will clean up the air and water, and we, the Democratic majority, will let you two breathe the cleaner air and drink the purer water. Yes, government makes everything better. Government makes water cleaner and purer and air better to breathe and health care better and government, government, government. And forget that the government's the biggest polluter. Yeah, well, that's minor detail. Seven, should a mass murderer kill 3,000 people on our soil, we will devote every single resource to tracking him down and bringing him to justice immediately. Even all of your resources. We'll devote all those, too, because we're going to take them all, considering we're going to have universal health care and... 
all these other big government programs, mm-hmm. which are going to cost more and more money because that's what government does. Government, Michael, doesn't get cheaper over time, even when the Democrats are in control. And so, therefore, you're talking about taking all of my resources and doing what you want with them. Mm. Mm. Eight. Which isn't any different from the Republicans, by the way. No. Well, it's different because they want to do different things with your right. resources. Slightly different. Okay, go ahead. Eight. We will never stick our nose in your bedroom or your womb. What you do there as consenting adults is your business. We will continue to count your age from the moment you were born, not the moment you were conceived. Although we will stick our nose in your business and your finances mm-hmm. and every other aspect of your life, we won't tell you whether or not you can abort your unborn fetuses. And we'll continue the war on drugs because we don't care about your freedoms. Mm. We will not take away your hunting guns. If you need an automatic weapon or a handgun to kill a bird or a deer, then you really aren't much of a hunter, and you should perhaps pick another sport. Yeah. We will make our streets and schools so he's gonna as free as we can from these weapons, and we'll protect your children just as we protect ours. Great. So how are you going to do that, Michael? I mean, I would like you to protect my children, state. but you're not going to do it by getting rid of these guns. See, now the the uh, Republicans want to create a police state for immigrants. They want to make it so. Uh, the immigrants are the ones that are cracked down on, and that you know we have house to house searches and random roadblocks all to catch the immigrants. Well, the Democrats are going to want to do the same thing: create a police state to prevent us from getting our hands on guns and to keep us safe from criminals with guns. Because the only way to keep guns out of the hands of criminals is to make sure that everybody doesn't have guns at all times, which means right. you'll have to have gun checkpoints. Uh, to make sure nobody's trafficking guns through the city, you're going to have to have, uh, I mean, if, you, if you're going to allow somebody to have hunting rifles, you're going to have to, I guess, check out their houses to make sure they aren't hiding a handgun somewhere. They could be. Right. You know, because if you don't do this, our streets and schools will not be safe. Our children not, will not be protected. That's what's uh, being said here. Right. We just haven't, he's essentially saying we haven't cracked down far enough. There's been, there's school shootings because, okay, yeah, the schools, uh, school zones are gun-free zones, supposedly, drug-free zones, gun-free zones, and all that. But the, the areas around them, people can still have handguns. So that's what we've got to do. We've got to expand those zones out, according to Michael Moore. People like him want to expand the zone to the entirety of America and, uh, and you know, basically check you out. Make sure you don't have any guns on you. That's really great. When we raise the minimum wage... We will pay you and your employees that new wage, too. Wow, the government's going to start paying people wages now? Yeah, that's what he's... Yeah, the government just mandates what they get paid, pal. Anyway, when women are... Well, maybe the government will start paying everybody. Maybe under the, you know, under Michael Moore's vision, perfect vision for America, everyone will become a government bureaucrat. Right, the the government will take all the money from the businesses and then redistribute it to the employees. Now, isn't that sort of fascist as well? Pretty darn close. Okay, 800-259-9231. So really, there isn't a dime's worth of difference between... I mean, it's just the the direction that they want to go. Both directions are going to get us to this domineering, tremendously large, oppressive state. More on the way. Free Talk Live. Would you like to help others find Free Talk Live? You can help us advertise, market, and promote the show at amp.freetalklive.com. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier now for $3 a month and get some cool bonuses at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You bring up whatever you want, toll free. 800-259-9231. Ian here with you. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. That is the Packet 8 toll free line. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features are completely free. That includes the Shrine of Female Listeners, the dozens and dozens of ladies from around the world that have sent us their validated photo to prove they listen to the show. See what I mean by going to shrine.freetalklive.com. That's Shrine. 
www.freetalklive.com. As we continue with Michael Moore and some of his thoughts that he has for, um, there's apparently not a lot of an intellect behind the thoughts, but thoughts that he has for uh, Republicans after their defeat, their sound defeat this year in the elections. Uh, he's going down a laundry list of things that he's promising will happen here within the next few years uh, with the Democrats in charge. Um, on number 10, 10 was sort of two-parted. Um, secondly, it says, when women are finally paid what men make, we will pay conservative women that wage, too. Oh, are we going to mandate this? It, well, that's what you're going to have to do, mm-hmm. because obviously the market has spoken on um, what men and women make. Now, now wh- I've seen statistics that say that men and women um, working the same job, make women make 70 to 80 percent what men do. So they get paid, you know, um, four-fifths of what men do, mm-hmm. a fifth less. Now... I don't know how these statistics are come up with, but I, I would suggest that who, whoever's making these statistics is not a conservative that wants to see men paid more. I Probably would suggest not. that it's um, somebody who's all about equality that wants to see women paid more. Somebody mm-hmm. who's very much on the side of seeing women paid more, whether it's um, more and that's fair or more that's more. You understand? Yeah. I don't understand, I mean, why there's that disparity. Well, um, here's, here's what I would speculate. The best. Here's what I would speculate. Um, I would speculate that um, men and women in the same jobs get paid um, differently because women um, probably start families. Um, in a lot of cases, they'll drop out of the uh, the um, workforce, and they'll go and they'll have kids, and you know they won't come back anytime soon, and somehow that affects the numbers. Now, I don't know mm. everything about these numbers. I haven't um, you know, researched this yeah, ad infinitum they, they or anything like that. To but me. my personal experience is that women get paid as much as men do. Um, every place I've ever worked, I haven't seen women getting paid less because they're female. I guess the suggestion is that there's just a bunch of misogynists in charge of uh, of businesses. Because if I was the one doing the hiring, That's the, that is the suggestion, right? Because if, if I was the one doing the hiring, if you're qualified, if you're an equally qualified woman as you are a man or as a black or a, a you know white or Hispanic or whatever, I, I, I don't care. It doesn't. Make I want to hire sense. who the best is, and I want to pay them whatever they deserve. That doesn't make any sense to me that they wouldn't do that. I mean, may, maybe there are companies out there like that i've heard people make those um there those, must be i mean th- just, there absolutely must be but but most of they're them not are. dragging down the numbers that far they Can't couldn't drag that. down the numbers by 20 percent. Right. there's no way so it has to be something else and i would speculate that you know what is different about men and women is women can start families and men really can't um mm. and now if i decided to take a uh, two-year sabbatical so that i could go um you know hunting around the uh, wilds of africa searching for um, you know, a rare form of butterfly, I would think that my um, earning potential would take a hit. Your earning Probably. potential takes a hit if you move a lot. Um, you know, if just because if you you're move... You're unstable. Just, yeah, if you're not stable, if you're not um, stationary in one place, working for the same company over time, you know, those... Um, mm-hmm. Not to say that you can't move from one company to another, but... The, the company that would be hiring you would want to see stability in your working for the, for the previous company. If you're going to leave to have kids or you get knocked up or whatever, you're not as valuable. Hmm. So, and some women get, um, you know, it, it happens that women get pregnant accidentally. And that, that's an instability factor. I just want to look at his potential solution here. I mean, he's outlining this as a supposed problem. Yeah, and, and, this is a, and it's he, basically the government's going to have solutions for well, these right. things. Right, his solution is going to be a government solution, and that means we're going to mandate that people hire women on at the exact same rate as men, I guess, maybe not if they're the same qualifications, I don't know, but if you are a misogynist and you are running, you know, and that is a man who hates women, right? That's my understanding. Um, 
if notice you they don't are have running... a, they don't have a term for a woman that hates men. Oh, I'm sure there is such a yes, thing. Yes, well, I've never Feminist. heard it. Feminist. That, that's not exactly the right term. That's true. Uh, and that's not fair either, because there are liber- liberty-oriented feminists that aren't the same as the other feminists, and we're not going to get into all that. But uh, it seems to me that if they put a hiring quota in or something, then some of the misogynists will just say, well, you know what, I don't want to hire any women. I'm not accepting applications for women. Then we're going to mandate that people accept applications from women, even when they don't want women working for them, in which case it brings me back to the old point of, you know, why do you want to work for someone like this? If you're a woman and you're going into somewhere and the guy hates women and it's sort of known that he hates women because he has to be forced to hire them, why would you want to uh, to work for this person? And there's it, it gets down to the ludicrous. When um, And, you know, we love to take problems to the ludicrous. Mm-hmm. What about the guy who filed um, against Hooters for not hiring him to be one of um, the Hooters girls? <laughs> yeah. To wear those little short orange skirts or, or right. orange short shorts with the, uh, the uh, stockings and the mm-hmm. little tied-up shirt. I mean, thank God they didn't hire him. That'd be <laughs> awful. And what about this? What if um, in the movie Pulp Fiction um, or, or Green Mile, where the uh, the big black guy, I don't remember what his name is, but he has mm-hmm. three names. Yeah, John Clark Duncan, Michael Clark Duncan. Okay, that guy. So what if um, the role that he played was actually, because they had to be fair and uh, allow anybody to apply and you know look for the best attributes, whatever, and then you're looking oh, for the best person. those never come to Hollywood. Well, I understand what you're saying. They right. won't come to Hollywood, but right. let's, let's boil okay, it down fine. to the ludicrous. What if they had to have a a short paraplegic white woman in there instead? (laughs) I mean, would it affect the movie? You're damn right it would. It matters who you hire. And as an employer, I should be able to hire who I want to hire. What about construction crews? What what about this um, short white paraplegic woman for my construction crew? Mm. Do I have to build her a machine so that she can handle the jackhammer? (laughs) I mean, please, please. This is ludicrous. ludicrous. Stop it. Let's Number 11, we will respect your religious beliefs, even when you don't put all, those beliefs into practice. In fact, we will actively seek to promote your most radical religious beliefs. Blessed are the poor. Blessed are the peacemakers. Love your enemies. It's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than it is for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. By the way, that sounds very communist to me. We will implement it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. I don't get it. Well, um, essentially, rich Not people with those rich people can't go, can't um, go to rich people will have a difficult time going to heaven because because camels can't go through eyes of needles. Um, an eye of a needle. Oh God! Um, the, why why isn't this easy for you to understand? Okay, an well, eye of a needle is a very sm- small yeah. a small door on a big door um, in a walled city. Oh. Okay. But, but either I way, it was the eye of a needle. Even if it's the, the eye of a needle, with. even if it is the eye of a needle, um, it would be difficult for a camel to pass through that hole, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's difficult for a rich man to go to heaven. So money's bad, and we need to take all the money away from the rich people and give it and and distribute it. Of course, the government needs seventy percent of that money in order to do the, this job of distribution. Right. So but will the camel go to heaven? That's what I'm concerned about. <laughs> There's no heaven for camels. Okay. Let's move on. That's an interesting topic, by the way. I've, I've certainly heard Christians argue just to the to the ends of the earth argue about what? whether or not um, animals people? go to heaven. Oh, animals. Yeah. Anyway, uh, whether <laughs> whatever you did for um, for one of the least of these brethren of mine, you did for me. Uh, that's another Bible verse saying that uh, you know you should help poor people. 
We will let people in other countries know that God doesn't just bless America. He blesses everyone. We will discourage religious intolerance and fanaticism, starting with the fanaticism here at home, thus setting a good example for the rest of the world. Discourage is such a nice word Yeah. for passing laws against what they call hate crimes, right? Yes, or something like that. That's absolutely what he's uh, looking to do. Now, I'm, I'm all... Um, he is making am, also the suggestion that religion started this war. I want to make it clear that I'm, I'm very tolerant. I, I don't have any hatred towards any groups. However, uh, I don't like the idea of a hate crime in that if you commit murder, you should be punished for murder. Mm-hmm. If you commit murder while saying, I hate you, Whitey, that shouldn't increase the amount of time that you spend um, for committing the murder. That person you killed is still dead. Does it matter whether you hated him or whether you just or disliked why you hated him? You know, or did you just disliked him? I mean, and come on. It's thought police. It's yeah. essentially saying that this thought is punishable by this, you know, this additional amount of uh, time. So, mm, that's not good. Whatever the crime is, it should be bad no matter why you did it. Well, we know what their plans are. I don't like them. But then again, I didn't like the Republicans' plans either. Either way, government's getting bigger, more intrusive, more oppressive, and more expensive than it ever has been. And the American people continue to go along with the plan. It's amazing. 800-259-9231. You take control of the airwaves. It's your show, Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves for free. 800-259-9231. That's 1-800-259-9231. And it is the Packet 8 toll-free line for you. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Enjoy all of the features because they're all completely free. Though we do ask that you voluntarily support the show by buying some stuff. In fact, you can buy as much stuff as you like. Amazon.freetalklive.com is a place to go and shop. And you can purchase pretty much anything you might need for life, whether it be uh, the hot new DVD that's going to be released next week or a new book or fir- a piece of furniture, electronic devices, baby stuff, accessories, clothing. If you can think of it, they probably sell it, even groceries. Amazon.freetalklive.com. There's 35 categories to, sh- uh, to shop in and free Super Saver shipping on most of your orders. Amazon.freetalklive.com. When you shop there, a percentage of your sale goes to help Free Talk Live. Amazon.freetalklive.com. To the amplifier lines, let's talk to Niall in Utah. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hey, guys. Hey, Niall. Bring you back to... Hey, I'm sorry. Hello, What's on your mind? people. We got gotcha. you. calling from uh, the Gimme Liberty Bar, and it's fantastic here. We're missing Mark, which, though. <laughs> the Gimme Liberty Bar in uh, Second Life, which is sort of an alternative... Um, reality, essentially. People um, get in there and sort of network with one another, fly around and do all sorts of crazy stuff uh, and fun stuff. It's it's a very neat place. I've been there myself, the Gimme, uh, Gimme Liberty Bar. You can get there by going into Second Life and searching for Free State Project, right? Yep, Free State Project or Free Talk Live will get you both there. Fantastic. How many people are hanging out in there tonight? We've got a few. We've got uh, most everybody that I'm used to seeing. And uh, they're... Uh, yeah, you, you also have a website at gimmeliberty.com. So yeah, we got a lot of folks in there. It's pretty pretty good night tonight. Now hey, I, I know you were calling. You I know you were calling for a reason, but since you mentioned Second Life, I saw that in the news today. Second Life, apparently, there's a new program that operates inside the game that allows you to copy anything that you see. Now, a, an important part 
of Second Life is the economy that they have there because you can buy what they call Linden dollars with real yeah, U.S. Okay. dollars, and so you get money to spend in game, and you can you can buy stuff, you can buy decorations for a house that you built, for instance, because you can create all kinds of different I mean, things. If you can pick it up, they've got it, you know, and they sell it. Right, you can buy everything but from no, uh, you can buy everything from a rug for your house to uh, sexual aid. Uh, I mean, there's all kinds of stuff you can buy in this game. And people have created these products, and they put them up for sale. And what they do is they restrict the product. So, for instance, if I was selling uh, something, uh, or if I wanted to, I could put this product on, put a restriction on it. That way, if you bought it, Mark, you would be the only one that could keep that. Okay. You, you couldn't copy it to someone else. Now, some products are unrestricted, which means that if I came and saw you, you could copy any of those unrestricted products to me, and I could copy them to anybody else. But by putting the restriction on it, that makes it so more people will come and buy your product, right? That well, somebody sense. has right. created a program that gets around all that, that essentially allows you to take any restricted product and make unlimited copies of it. And it's pretty much, I mean, they're concerned that this is going to just decimate the economy in Second Life. And uh, have you heard about this yet? Uh, no, I haven't heard about that. I actually purchased a floating longboard, and I've been having fun with it in the bar, knocking people over. What is it? A floating longboard. So, I see. Like a surfboard? Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. So what was on your mind tonight, Niall? Uh, I wanted to bring it back to last night when you're talking about people getting uh, sentenced after they've been acquitted. And mm -hmm. uh, it really struck a chord with me because in connection to uh, the charges I was facing with the weird little car chase uh, me and my ex-wife had over the kids, mm -hmm. just to kind of bring your listeners up, uh, I had met my wife to uh, basically get some medicine and some clothes for the kids while we were more or less uh, in a dispute over the custody. Mm -hmm. And she and her brother-in-law started chasing us down, boxing us in, chasing us all through the town. And I, and I basically didn't didn't uh, stick around. I was driving away from her, not fast or anything like that. But uh, when I finally called the police and they pulled us all over, they all charged us equally with uh, child endangerment, mm -hmm. all of us equally. And, uh, you know, I, I fought the charges. The brother-in-law, they just threw them out. Uh, I fought the charges and was uh, found not guilty, you know, just like no evidence of anything. Okay. But, but at the end of it, the judge sentenced me to get fingerprinted with the police department, and I had to do it right then. Huh. And, and, you know, everything was acquitted, and they said, you must go over there and get fingerprinted right then. And, well, you know... I did it. I was scared. I was just happy that it was kind of canceled out. But every day since then, I've uh, really kind of regretted it. Hmm. Uh, you know, sort of even playing that game. I, I don't think I would do it again. Well, but, now, would you, know, you have been no... facing some sort of punishment? I mean, you would have been disobeying yeah. the judge, uh, contempt of court, or something like that? Yeah, that was the, that was the clear implication in the in the courtroom. And they basically escorted me over there to the little machine they had, and they had me do it. Um, yeah, I, I see how you I see how you feel about that. I don't know. I mean, that's a, that's a tough choice. Do you want to get entered into the system, or do you want to uh, stand up for principles time, and then possibly be thrown time, into I'll a cage? Uh, definitely. I mean, if if you if you play the games by their rules, they've already won. Whether or not you agree with the rules, they don't care if you think it's real or not. They don't care if you're happy with it. They only care that you do it. Right. And yeah, uh, Niall, I understand. I understand where you're coming from, but I mean, as somebody who I'm not a father, you uh, you are, 
I mean, I could I can understand that you've got kids. You want to you want to make sure you're out of jail for those kids. And I mean, is it worth it to get thrown into jail just because you didn't want to give up your fingerprints? Because if you're going to get thrown into jail, there's a chance they're going to just force you to give them up anyway. It's a fine line, but you know, I want to leave the world a better place for my kids. I and someday they're going to ask me, Dad, why didn't you live according to the principles that you taught us? What am I going to say? Great point. Thanks for the call, Niall. We appreciate it. 800-259-9231. The Packet 8 toll-free line for you. Well, I don't know. That's a tough decision. I it, mean, it's awfully, it'd be awfully brave of him to uh, to refuse that fingerprinting when he was just able to... It, that was his ticket out of court, right? Just, yeah. just give us your fingerprints. We'll let you go. I'd give him the fingerprints personally, but that's just me. And, you know, I'd feel more comfortable disobeying something like that if I was in New Hampshire, which I am, but he's not. He's calling from Utah. And that way I would know that, you know, there'd be a, a group of activists out there supporting me. Probably they'd be there in the courtroom at that time as well. And that might make that might make me feel a little more comfortable. I don't know what those activists are going to do when they drag you off to jail. I mean, that, protest? Yeah, that's what we've been doing. I, yes, you have. And, and, and I just wouldn't want to sit in jail that long over Especially not giving my fingerprints. Kids, right. right. Let's continue uh, with David in California. You take control. David, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hey, how's it going, fellas? I talked to you last night. Excellent. What's on your mind tonight? Well, uh, it's interesting. Uh, You had brought up the eye of the uh, the, uh, needle uh, with respect to um, Jesus' speaking to the rich man. Um, And I just wanted to mention that it actually has to do with um, um, releasing or uh, letting go of your burden. Uh, if you'll recall, when 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 the uh, camel went through the needle gate, usually they were quite loaded, and that's why they couldn't make it through the needle gate is because they were loaded down and had all sorts of you know goods or, uh, on on the camel. Okay. So the camels camels had to be uh, unloaded, all the goods uh, taken off of the camel, walked through the gate, and then the camel had to crouch down and go through the the uh, the needle gate that way. And that so Jesus what, can be so ambiguous at times. You'd think he would mention this burden that was uh, pulled off the camel in order to get through the eye of the needle. No, the, just the leaves idea, it for us. The idea is, is that a rich person can't get to heaven with the burdens of being a rich person. You would think that he would have, if if that's what he wanted to say. And and you know, I I hold him I completely. Hold on, did. hold on. What, you would think that I that's, think that's what he did say. No, it's not. It's that he said that it's easier for a camel to, to go through the eye of a needle than it is for a rich person to go to heaven. Is what That's a rich correct. man to go to go to heaven is what he said. And if he wanted to relay something about drop, you know, relieving one of one's burdens and all that other stuff, then chances are good. I mean, it seems to me he should have said that. But I still hold him responsible for not having written anything so much as name down on a piece of paper, um, let alone being ambiguous on this. I think I think that's actually wonderful. I think it's the greatest thing that I, one of the greatest proofs that God actually walked on this earth. What are you talking about? Fa- Jesus Christ was God on this earth. Well, why didn't he? Well, well, how is it proof that he walked on the earth when he didn't leave any evidence behind? Well, it's well, it's very it's very interesting in the fact that God did not write one little thing. The only thing that he ever wrote uh, that you would even know about was when he wrote uh, the sins of the people standing around Mary Magdalene uh, down on, on, on the dirt, which is also... Well, wait, so he could write then? Of course he could. Well, why didn't he, he write anywhere else? He didn't have to. He was God on earth. Well, um, maybe that's so, but don't you, don't you think that they're standing on Judgment Day? Do you believe in Judgment Day? Um, 
Well, yes, yes or I no? Do. Oh, okay. Standing there on Judgment Day, don't you think I've got a case standing before God? Hey, man, you left it to all these other people to write crap down, and I have to believe men to go to heaven. Why can't I believe God to go to heaven? You have no. You you have to believe God. I don't. I do. I'll no believe anything evidence. God writes down and gives to me. Hasn't happened. Thanks for the call, David. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That would have made it really easy. In fact, if he's God, he could write something tonight and send it to you. Um, you DHL. Think, you'd think UPS. you'd know. Hour three's coming up. Our archives, website, and podcast will continue to stay free. But if you think other people deserve to hear this show, consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month at amp.freetalklive.com. Help free some minds. Visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live, your show. You take control of the airwaves. Wednesday edition, kicking off Hour 3. Ian here with you. And Mark. The toll-free number is 1-800-259-9231. That is the Packet 8 toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All of the features on the site, we give them away. Freetalklive.com. We continue with the phone calls here. It is the show about your calls. Let's go to Matt in Illinois. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hello, Matt. Hey, how you guys doing tonight? Good. Hey. What's on your mind? Uh, I was listening to you guys on uh, November 11th on uh, Veterans Day. Okay. And you you poised the the, uh, the query: uh, Was there any wars within the last hundred years that were fought for our freedom? Okay, that's correct. That was and the question. I, and, and I would like to make the argument that World War II was in fact fought for our freedom. How is that? Well, here's my logic. World War II was financed on both sides by the same interests. The same interests fight financing our side with financing Germany. They really didn't care which side won. Which, they were going to win no matter what. Who was financing this stuff? The bankers, the international bankers, uh, financed both the Russians and the Germans. Uh, Prescott Bush was a big financier of the Germans. He was on business with the Germans. I've, I've heard a lot that they've tried very hard to link him to the uh, the, the Nazi movement and haven't been able to find a, um, any real evidence. Well, I'm going on faith a lot, so. Um, okay, we'll take it at face. I don't you. have I don't have any. Uh, Anywhere to point you to say that this is true or, or not true. Okay. But wait a minute. But, but presuming presuming what you say is true, we'll go ahead and presume yeah. that it is. Then how is what you're saying an argument for us fighting for freedom? If you're saying that we were essentially fighting for the bankers, and I if mean, it didn't matter which side won. Yeah. Right. Right. And here's the thing. See, it gave us time. It gave us time to actually spot this. They're playing us off. During World War II, they were playing us off the same way they're playing us off now with the duopoly that we have in our government. They play off the – they control the Democrats and the Republicans back then. What they they, wait, 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 slow down, countries. slow down. You're saying they and us, and I'm not sure who us is or they, but um, what gave – I'm talking about inter- international banking interests. This is the main, the main interest. You also have corporations. We're in on it. Um, How is it that freedom was fought for? I'm pretty cloudy on this. They gave us time was your answer. What does that mean? Right. They gave us time to realize this. If the Germans – I have no doubt in my mind. Who's us? Every American? Us. We we people. 
us human what beings. What did we re- what were we what were we supposed to realize? Because I don't know if we realized whatever it was that we were supposed to realize. We're supposed to we're supposed to be able to see or to realize that we are being controlled by And that was group. the point of fighting World War Two was so the government went and fought in Germany so the American people could realize they were being controlled? No, that is an outcome of what happened. Well, then you, you're, you're, okay, first of all, I don't know if I agree with that the American people realized that they were being controlled at all. Um, they were, was it? Was I there, haven't heard anything like that. Yeah, wasn't there a draft in World War II at uh, one point? Yes, yes, there was a draft in World War II. Right, you'd think that would have helped them realize they were being controlled, but I, but I guess not because they continue voting for Republicans and Democrats. Um, exactly. They haven't realized it. Right, I'm, so, saying that, so, I'm saying that it was fought for a chance. I didn't say that we actually wouldn't grasp that chance. I didn't say that it actually happened. I said we were being, we were fighting for that. But it's also, no, no, no. We weren't fighting for that. The United States military was fighting because they were ordered to fight in a war. It didn't have anything to do with fighting for freedom or fighting for letting people know that they were being controlled or anything like that. It was fought for power. It was fought for a legacy for, uh, for, the, uh, for Roosevelt. It, uh, did, what did the Bilderbergers have to do with Japan? Oh, I don't know. Okay. I'm left five minutes after this call, still not knowing what the hell we fought um, World War II over, in your opinion. Well, there's no doubt in my mind that had uh, Hitler been able to uh, um, take take control of England and uh, Russia, that he would have turned his guns on the United States. You believe? I have no doubt in my I ag- mind. I agree that he would probably um, have wanted to conquer the world, but I would say I would venture to say that it would be very, very difficult. He was having a tough time holding the portion of Europe that he had. He was choking on the front of uh, fighting with Russia, and there's no way he could have taken over Russia's Russia. Russia's huge. Imagine... Well, what do you... Would he have been choking on fighting with Russia if we weren't providing Russia with guns and ammunition? Well, and planes I don't and have tanks? any problem with um, American companies selling ammunition and uh, weapons to other countries. I'm not saying that. Yeah, I'm fine. only saying that I have a problem with us providing uh, warm, uh, blood-filled bodies in order to catch their bullets. Okay, also, I'm going to get this off the History Channel now. That He was within 11 days of starving England to death had he kept up. The, uh, Too bad the for England. England. Well, we're not supposed to fight for England's freedom. We're supposed to fight that's for what, America's freedom. Yeah, well, I, I understand that, but I, the point being that I believe that eventually he would have attacked the United States but at which what time. We would people, have had to have fought him to defend ourselves. What people would he have used to occupy all of Europe and a good portion of Asia when you're talking about Russia? All of Europe, what people? Would he have been drawing just from Germany, the Ger- German troops to occupy? Would he have converted it, it Russian be troops? A, um, a, a crew of zombies, actually. He was going to raise the dead. Well, and, now, you're, now, now you're talking about, uh, you know, what, what if he gets the atomic bomb? What and if, if he had had the time, he was actually in the process of developing it. It it is quite possible, so, but we didn't. Hold on, hold on, just a second. That's a little that's a little unfair because we didn't start the war because Hitler might get the atomic bomb. We started the war for a completely different reason. Now, if Hitler would have gotten the bomb, we wouldn't have even known it, and we'd have just been blown up one day. Yep. Yeah. Well, and why would he do that? Anyway. Too. Why Why would he do something like that? I Let's mean, say he, he would. He was a nutcase. 
Well, well let, that's fine. You know, let's say he would have done that. It doesn't change the fact that um, in order to fight a land war in America, blowing up America really isn't going to do him any good. Um, and Andy didn't blow up, um, you know, others. He wanted it to sure invade. It sure didn't do us any good when we blew up Japan. We're the only ones that have ever done anything atrocious and horrible in that way. Thank you for the call. Well, we appreciate I mean, it, man. 800-259-9231. That's fact. We're the only ones that have used a nuclear weapon on another country. True. Well, I, I don't know that, that that means much. And certainly I think that the uh, the uh, I'm not the discounting bomb, the millions of people that Hitler killed. I'm not discounting that. I'm just pointing out well, that people are always saying, well, what if they would use uh, atomic weapons on the United States? Well, we are the only ones who... Well, the atomic bomb did stop the war under Roosevelt's terms. I mean, we did get a total surrender from Japan. But if he would have um, accepted a conditional surrender, which they were willing to give long before we dropped the bomb, mm -hmm. then we could have saved that many more people. Innocent people. Innocent people. Innocent people and our troops. Let's go to David in Texas. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hello, David. Hello. Hi. How are you? Good. What's on your mind? Well, I'm following a pretty uh, a pretty heady issue there. I feel a little inadequate, but maybe I, I Oh, can it's probably not the first time you've felt inadequate. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. You make me feel comfortable, I guess. <laughs> good, good. That's I my job. I'm the host. Thank you. I just wanted to thank you for uh, for uh, using the very latest in internet technology and tools in order to get the word out about libertarian issues and uh, and to uh, interact with the public about it. And well, thank you for listening and caring, David, because uh, it uh, is definitely an important thing to do. Right. Well, uh, I wanted to. I just recently started a new blog. And it's called Libertarians for Media Access. Okay. Okay. And uh, I I just got to the point where I, I've been involved in third party politics for several years and and uh, have worked with candidates and uh, being a campaign manager for mm -hmm. candidates and and I've had to deal quite often with uh, the local newspaper and with of course uh, just even the, on the national scale the media as far as uh, how it affects uh, campaigns yeah you're talking about the blackout how they black out libertarians yeah well you know yeah. best of luck with your uh, your website and your blog in fact i think i saw it pop up on techno rowdy earlier today uh, and and continue spreading the word as much as you possibly can Thank you for the call. 800-259-9231. As many people can get out there and create their own blogs, the better. You know, the more people can get the word out. You know, if just a few people read them, it all adds up. We're coming up. Free Talk Live. You take control. This is Free Talk Live, your show. You can take control of the airwaves toll-free. 800-259-9231. The Packet 8 toll-free line for you. 1-800-259-9231. Ian here with you. And Mark. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Register now. For the New Hampshire Liberty Forum, February 23rd to the 25th, meet libertarian superstars like John Stossel, Michael Badnarik, and many more. The most influential libertarians in America will be there. Freestateproject.org slash Liberty Forum to get registered and learn more. That's freestateproject.org slash Liberty Forum. And I mentioned our website at freetalklive.com. All of the features, we give them away, and that includes the archives. An entire year's worth of the show is waiting for you right there on the front page of the website. Easily downloadable for your convenience for free. Freetalklive.com. In the last segment, Mark, we talked to uh, David in California, 
who was talking, or actually, excuse me, Matt. It was Matt who was saying that the World War II was fought to. Uh, so well, the result of World War II was that people would realize that there was, they were being controlled, that the Bilderbergers in the NWO are in control of everyone and everything. The bankers. <laughs> well, um, and, yes, he said he he did say that, and I never quite got the point there. But then he switched to the tactic that Hitler um, would have taken over the world. And what my um, question here is, if, if the Bilderbergers were controlling Hitler and the Bilderbergers are Jewish and Hitler was killing the Jews, why were they on the same side? Yeah, well, there's all kinds of inconsistencies when you start breaking the conspiracy theories down. And, and, and that's, I, I'm certain that there's some easy explanation to that. It's just it seems like the first layer of the onion that I would have to uh, peel off. Right. And am I denying that bankers are powerful people? No, certainly not. They've got a hell of a scam set up with uh, you know fiat dollars and, and all of that. The and they that may they just... very well be controlling the world. Maybe. They may be. I don't know if you I, if they are controlling the world. I doubt very seriously that the people that believe that they know that they're controlling the world know the names of these people. I really doubt it. That if bankers are controlling the world, you don't know who the bankers are that are controlling the world. That's just that's just what I think. I think that bankers probably do control the world. There are central banks in every country. Right. Um, you know that for some reason the fiat, the, you know, bankers make huge amounts of money on the fiat currency and uh, fractional reserve lending and all that other stuff. But it's not an idea that sells. That much is true, and uh, really, I mean, whether or not it's true, whether or not it's true that they are or are not in control of the world doesn't make a hill of beans of a difference as to whether or not I'm going to continue fighting for liberty, because it seems like a lot of the conspiracy people out there, Mark, they, they seem to just give up. They seem to just look at the, they look at what they believe to be this grand conspiracy, this new world order, you know, all of this stuff, and they look at it and they say, you know... They're just in control of everything. It doesn't matter what we do. It does It does make one feel uh, inadequate. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's just no way to fight this big, monstrous, evil right. uh, menace that's sweeping the world. They, I don't imagine how you could. They have their tentacles into every single possibility, every, every corner of your life. They're totally in control. It's very disempowering. And even if it's true, does that mean that it's time to give up and stop fighting? No. And if it's false, it certainly doesn't mean that it, you should uh, give up and start fighting. So the relevancy is in question to me, and it always mm -hmm. has been. So I want to go to an email from Greg, who emailed in on this topic uh, recently. He said, I know it's an effective way to get ratings by taking a contradictory view to predominant mainstream opinion, but with regard to 9-11, one would think that you might refrain from this cheap ploy. Anyways, please see if few reasons below why you're idiots. Here we go, Mark. <laughs> I, th I would contend that you're an idiot, not me. Well, the, 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 uh, some of the conspiracy people are so great at gaining new recruits, aren't they? Just call everybody an idiot. That's going to help your cause. Well, here's what he has to well, say. Well, he wasn't going to convince us whether he called us idiots or not, and he probably knew that. Yeah, well, I guess it made him feel a little better. You make a broad, sweeping statement that most of the theories put forth by the 9-11 scholars have been debunked without offering one example of any debunking. Oh, well, please. We've offered all kinds of examples of debunking. Sure we have. We've and we give you websites that you can go and look at further right. debunking that we haven't been able to cover because there's so much debunking that's been debunked. 
Exactly. Um, we've actually read excerpts from these websites, and I'll, I'll name them again. LooseChangeGuide.com is an excellent one. 911myths.com was another good one as well. And, now, and, I, and I bring these up not because I believe one way or the other. I don't know who caused 9-11. I don't know if it was the terrorists like the government said it was, or if it was the government like the conspiracy theorists say that it was. I don't know. I don't presume to know that. But I do know that a true believer... Of either side, a true believer in the government story is not going to accept any of the conspiracy theory. They're not going to look at it at all. They're going to blow it right off. And they're going to say, what? You dare question the government story? You're a crackpot. You're a crackpot. But the true believers on the conspiracy side are also of the, in the same vein. They also will reject anything contrary to their belief system. So if you're a true believer that the government was behind the 9-11 attacks, then no amount of evidence that we bring up is going to convince you otherwise. So really, it's two sides of the same problem. And so that's why when we, when we mentioned these websites on the air, which we do whenever this issue comes up, that's why you didn't even hear it, uh, Greg. You didn't, it just passed through one ear and went out the other ear because it ch- would have challenged your belief system to go and look at this information. Do I believe that every piece of information on those websites is correct? No. I was just citing them so you'd have something to go and look at to maybe challenge your set of of uh, very strongly held beliefs. That's all. He goes on, though. More reasons why we're idiots. <laughs> you make the absurd statement that because 9-11 happened five years ago that it's not relevant today and people should stop talking about it. Go back to sleep, everyone, says Greg. Well, no, no. I didn't say that... People should stop talking about it. I just said that the truth behind 9-11 isn't really relevant. It's not relevant to my life. It's not going to change my behavior one iota. If the news tomorrow comes out that President Bush signed the order to attack the World Trade Centers, you know, if the facts come through, we can actually see it. I mean, if there's hard, concrete, undeniable evidence being pronounced on Fox News and, uh, and and CNN and all of the news agencies... It won't change my outlook on life. I'll still think government is corrupt, dangerous. Government is a terrible organization that needs to be fought to the bitter end. I'll still believe all of that. Right. And, you know, the, the whole 9-11 idea, it's, it's like the, the, the liberty movement and the 9-11 movement sort of cross, but they don't necessarily have the same goals. No. You know, I believe that the government is big, it's corrupt, it's um, capable of uh, all kinds of atrocities. Did it commit this one? I'm not sure. I don't think so. That's my opinion. Right. And what are you going to do about it? You're going to educate people. You're going to let them know. And, you know, most of them, the vast majority of them are going to think you're crazy, just like they think I'm crazy for not wanting to see such a large government. I understand. Sure. Um, but what do you want to do about it? You want to put new people in charge of the government? Apparently so. Yeah, because that's really what's going to happen. And then what have you done? You have this, you have the baby. We're bringing them up on charges. You have have the baby with the gun again. Yep. You've just taken the gun out of the hands of one baby and given it to another baby. They're going to shoot somebody with it. Stop giving them the gun. Right. That's why why we don't intersect with these people. I mean, the, the only things we have in common is that we don't like the current administration, but we want to get the government cut down to you know cut back down to you know a 1% of its current size whereas they 
They have no problem with plenty of government programs. It's just these guys that are in charge. They're the problem. It's not government that's the problem. It's the people that are in charge. The, the, we just need to replace them with good, constitution-loving, God-fearing Americans. Yeah. And that'll solve everything. Grassroots Americans. That's their belief system. Uh, but uh, Greg has a few more thoughts for us because okay. he thinks we're idiots. 800-259-9231. <laughs> that's the toll-free number. The packet 8 toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You take control. Free Talk Live. One of the bonuses you'll get as a Free Talk Live amplifier is access to our classic archives. For just $3 a month, you can become an amplifier, and you'll help us get on more radio stations and MP3 players. Get the details at amp.freetalklive.com. That's amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show. You can take control of the airwaves. Bring up whatever you want. Toll free, 800-259-9231. That's 1-800-259-9231. It is Ian here with you. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All of the features, we give them away. We do ask that you buy some stuff like the Free Talk Live branded merchandise. We have it. The Free Talk Live store. Head over to store.freetalklive.com to get your shopping done. Buy some Free Talk Live t-shirts or hats or even our flag, which is actually not a Free Talk Live logo flag. It's a special flag. You'll see what I mean. Head on over there, store.freetalklive.com. We've got archives of classic shows from way back when on DVD collector sets. All there, store.freetalklive.com. Great way to support the show and get some cool Free Talk Live stuff. Not to mention it's a great way to look more attractive to the opposite sex. Ooh, yeah. All right, so we're, uh, we're in the midst of an email from Greg. He thinks we're idiots. And he's outlining reasons why he believes, it to be, uh, why he believes that to be the case. Uh, and he's offended that we are sort of, well... We could care less about the truth behind 9/11. At least I could care less. I, mean, I don't want to speak for you, Mark. I, you know, I believe that I, I believe that it, it, there's a very good chance that uh, some Middle Eastern wackos uh, decided that they wanted to hijack some planes and managed to get back, get by our um, security at that point. We'd never had an attack like that before, and you know that's the way you manage to you know think outside the box, and your plan could work. And it looks like it did, and that's what I believe happened. Uh, okay, well, I don't personally believe anything. I, I I don't know. Maybe they were the guys that did it. Maybe they were hired by the government. Maybe they were hired by Bush. Maybe they did it on their own. Maybe bin Laden was behind it. I don't know who to believe, and it doesn't matter to me which way it worked out because the results are still the same. Like It doesn't matter what the plot was. It doesn't matter who the conspirators were. What resulted was... Less freedom for America. What resulted was the Patriot Act. What resulted was the Military Commissions Act of 2006, the Defense Authorization Act of 2007, all of these um, pieces of legislation that have eviscerated what remained of the Constitution, destroyed rights, destroyed more freedoms here in America, and that's what resulted from 9-11. You know, George Bush was right when he said the world changed. The world changed on 9-11. But that's because they did it. The government were the ones that changed this country. They're the ones who are responsible. And, of course, the people are responsible for electing them over and over again. The issue is the size of government. The issue is what happened as a result of 9-11. And this is, this is tangible. This is concrete. And this is real. There's no speculation involved here. We know the Patriot Act was passed. There's thousands of pages. You can go and read it for yourself if you want to. If you're really boring uh but it's there we don't have to question it there's no debate there's no debate as to whether or not we have less freedom i mean the the government themselves come out in front of the cameras and say well you got to trade you 
Got to trade the freedoms for the for security. It's okay, America. We're going to give you your freedoms back. Just hold on. Just let us hold them for a little while. <laughs> These are the things they say. He gets out and says he wants to catapult the propaganda. I mean, it's all right out there in the open. I'm not concerned with the intricate details of how exactly those planes managed to get hijacked and flown into buildings. To me, irrelevant. But he goes on with his claims about why we're uh, ignorant idiots. He says, you claim that people will never be convinced that there is a cover-up in relation to 9-11 when a recent scientific poll shows 84% of Americans believe there is a cover-up. No, I don't think that's what the poll quite said. I believe that 84% of the Americans didn't believe the government story. That's all. That doesn't mean they believe there was a cover-up. It doesn't, I mean, you're reading into that. And either way, it doesn't matter anyway. Really? I mean, 84% of Americans believe there was a cover-up. So what? So? What's going to happen as a result of that? Whoop-de-doo! You're just, you're just citing that to make yourself sound more legitimate, as well, though what, what they, you're saying what matters. Does, I mean, you know, what people think is covered up is different, though. Um, yeah. I'll tell you, 84% of Americans do not believe that um, the government put, you know, the government, in fact, blew these planes up. That was not the question that was asked. Right, that's not even close to what they believe. Now, does the, uh, do 84% believe that there's a certain level of uh, covering up the going on people's butts, you know, that maybe they should have caught these terrorists earlier or something like that? Yeah, I would say people believe that. And it doesn't matter if 99% of Americans believe the government was behind They're not behind doing 9/11. anything about it. Right. So, so, now, Democrats. so now 99% believe it, and we've had an election. Why didn't they storm Washington with pitchforks and torches and skewer these people on a stick, put their heads on a stake, um, draw and quarter them? And, and Because uh, they don't care either. Right. They That's don't know and they don't care. And your videos are not going to convince them to do anything different about it. He says, you fools just continue to perpetuate... Uh, perpetuate perpetuate the old paradigm of partisan politics when every day more and more people are waking up to the reality of a global synarchy, an elite brotherhood of financiers and industrialists using orchestrated terror attacks to install globalized fascism. Wait, we... Per, uh, have you listened to this show, Greg? Did somebody just email you and ask you to... Uh, email Free Talk Live? Yeah, because we don't We perpetuate. perpetuate the old paradigm of partisan politics? Well, I, I guess huh? um, we, we, uh, he might believe that we are both members of the Libertarian Party. I think he believes we're members of the conspiracy. Well, yes. As a matter of fact, I've got my <laughs> Jewish conspirator card right here. <laughs> <laughs> and you're Yamaka. Yes, that's right. I'm, I've got my little, uh, what do they call those pieces of hair that hang down? That they I have, have no idea. I me either, whatever. Um <laughs> Button chops? No, yeah, like things like that. Yeah, you know, it, I I forgot where I was going. <laughs> we, we I got off on the Jewish conspirator thing. I messed up where. Well, I was let going. me continue with Greg. He says, "I do not doubt that you will continue to spill your ad hominem arguments regarding 9/11 and reproach and censure the callers into your show who believe in inside in an inside job. When have we ever censored?" Any of the callers well, to this show. Uh, usually we won't let them go on through three segments. <laughs> I, I guess they could consider that censuring. No, no, no. See, you don't understand, Greg. On most radio shows, people like you would not even be allowed to get on the air. Right. And your you email managed... would not be read. Nope. It and, would be discarded. It would have been if, caught as spam. And if you managed to sneak onto the air by saying by telling the call screener, Yeah, I want to talk about whatever Rush is talking about. You know, if you uh, you know, if you actually lied about your topic and then you started spouting off about nine eleven, 
you wouldn't be allowed to stay on for very long. In fact, they might even dump out your call, and you might not have ever made it on the air. Right. I mean, once you get the words out of your mouth, they've got a seven-second delay. They dump out with that seven seconds, and whatever you said for the last seven seconds is gone. Yep. Sorry. And all they need is a few seconds to identify that you're saying something they don't want to hear. Right. I mean, it doesn't take too long to figure out that you've turned this into a 9-11 call, and... Off you go, right, so seven seconds into the past, and whatever you said that might have been of some importance is gone. So to suggest that Free Talk Live censures callers is ludicrous. And emailers. Yes, we don't allow callers to go on for three hours straight about whatever it is they want They're to. Cause boring, then it's a, boring right, 9-11 crap. Because then it's not a radio show, it's not a talk show, it becomes a, uh, a lecture forum. And that's not the point. He goes on to say that you censor the callers who believe there was an inside job. Blah, blah, blah. Plus, I don't want to become blah, blah. a 9-11 expert. I don't yes. want to spend all this time figuring it all out. I know what the results are is that um, you know the government, the big government that we have in place has taken away more freedoms. I don't need to know whether the government did it or not. I just don't need to know that. But, Mark, you cannot change the fact that the prevailing opinion in the United States is that the laws of physics still hold true, and therefore the WTC collapse was due to prepositioned explosives. <laughs> How did the explosives get there? Uh, they don't have a good answer for that. No. They're... How could you possibly have gotten that many explosives into that building their and stock answer is that, uh, oh, they shut the building down for a security checkpoint, uh, a, a security clearance uh, two, two weeks in advance over a weekend. What, well, what about the what about the janitors and the people that work in this building? Don't they? Wouldn't you know if there was that much um, explosives, TNT, C4, whatever, wrapped around these pillars in this building? Right. Wouldn't you have maybe seen uh, some of the people going in with these devices, these and, explosive devices? Absolutely. A- and how about the month-long period of time that it supposedly takes to lace a building uh, for a professional planned explosion? I mean, this, is, this isn't something you can just do in an overnight, my friend. It's ludicrous. Please tell me this email's over. It's pretty much over, but th- he's going to accuse us of being on the inside here in a moment. You can take control of the airwaves. This is your show. It's Free Talk Live. I'm sure not getting paid like I'm on the inside. (laughs) Yeah, where's our money? (laughs) You need to talk to the rocket dogs. Where are the Masons when you need them? This is Free Talk Live. Only moments remain, the Wednesday edition. There's enough time for your call if you make it now at 1-800-259-9231. That's the packet8.net toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Ian here with me. And Mark. You can become a Free Talk Live amplifier, like over 300 of our listeners have done, by going to amp.freetalklive.com. Now, why would you want to do something like that? Well, maybe you really like Free Talk Live, and you appreciate the fact that we give you all of the features on our website for free, and you want to help support the show. Those would be three good reasons, um, because all it costs is $3 a month to become a Free Talk Live amplifier. You get access to the amplifier-only call-in lines, amplifier-only forum, and more, all kinds of uh, fun stuff there, amp.freetalklive.com. The idea is simple. You send us the 3 bucks a month, and we take it and turn it around into advertising, marketing, and promoting Free Talk Live. We buy more in- uh, industry advertising to get more radio stations on board with the show. We buy Internet advertising to get more Internet listeners on, and that means more new people experiencing the message of freedom and liberty uh, six nights a week. We pay to have coffee and donuts delivered to the show every evening? No, no, no. Not once. Not not even once. Yep, it's all going to promote the show and get the details. Amp.freetalklive.com is a return to the email from Greg. Greg believes that we are fools. We 
are idiots, idiots. Yes. as he put it. Um, he used both terms in his email because we don't believe uh, everything that the conspiracy theorists claim about 9-11. And that makes us idiots and fools, apparently. Now, look, as we've pointed out, it doesn't matter to me what the story was, what the true story was behind the scenes. It doesn't matter to me what the true story was behind the scenes of the assassination of John F. Kennedy. It's it's irrelevant. What What is done is done, and what happened as a result happened as a result, and going back and bringing up George Bush on charges isn't going to fix the screwed-up situation we have in this country today. It might make a few people feel good. It might vindicate people like you, Greg. You'll say, ha! We brought him up on charges because we were right, and it really was the NWO and the Masons and the Bilderbergers and the Illuminati that were behind this. Aha! We've proven it. Of course, none of that will actually come out in court, even if George Bush is brought up on these charges, which, of course, he will never be brought up on charges, because who's going to bring him up on charges? You, Greg? You and the 9-11 Scholars for Truth? Who's going to bring him up on charges? No, the government's controlled by the these Democrats? people. What can we possibly do? The Democrats have already pledged to not impeach President Bush. He's in no danger of being brought up on any charges. So really, all this is is a, uh, essentially, it's like a, a self-pleasuring session for these people. Oh, we know so much about 9-11. Look at our vast tomes of knowledge. Yes, and that's really it. It's all about, I know more than, I know something about something that you don't know about. I've got a little secret. I've done research. And if you don't like my secret, you're an idiot. If you don't think my secret's true, you're a fool. He says, please get with the program or get out of the way. <laughs> I don't doubt that you'll... How would I get out of the way? Um, I guess he means get off the air. No, because we're we waste should, of air We time. should get off the air. Well, um, I'm sure that that would make him happy. Be- because, not we're not, because we're not yet another in the long line of conspiracy theorist shows, we're a waste of air time, in his, in his opinion. Well, but luckily, I- a lot of people have opinions, and you're just one of them, Greg. You know, the, the thing is, is if these... There's lots of conspiracy shows out there. That's not our shtick. That's right. We don't do that. Go listen to them. They do a fine job of having a bunch of people on yeah, every day to talk about 9-11. Ugh. Makes me want to shoot myself when I hear those shows. And we're bringing on another scholar for truth today. Going to talk about how the Bilderbergers and the Illuminati have been controlling the world for all time. Look, you can look at the backside of the dollar bill and you can see their Illuminati symbols. That's proof enough right there. What are you going to do about it? Uh, share some videos with your friends. Buy these videos and share yeah. them with your friends. Woohoo! That'll fix everything. So uh, then he cites Arthur Conan Doyle, uh, who, as you may know, is the author of Sherlock Holmes. Mm. I uh, was thinking it was uh, 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 Tarzan, but I, you know, I thought it was somebody else. <laughs> maybe, maybe he also wrote that. I don't. No, was it Ridley, uh, Rudyard Kipling? No, no, no it's what that mean? was a Jungle Book. Yeah, I don't know who I'll wrote Tarzan. Uh, Arthur Conan Doyle quote: "Once you eliminate the impossible, whatever remains, no matter how improbable, must be the truth." Well, citing a quote from an author doesn't make your arguments. Hold water. Uh, he says, P.S., continuing to insult Jeff Rents, who is very well known and respected in the realm of talk radio. Really? Where are all his advertisements? In Edgar the, Rice uh, Burroughs. Uh, Jeff Rents, uh, he's claiming, is very well known and respected in the realm of talk radio. Yeah? Well, how many uh, um, stations is Jeff on? Where, where, where are his industry accolades and awards? Who's he, who's he got designing his website? His grandmother? I haven't seen his website. I don't know. Now, to be fair, there's actually actually the top talk shows out there, and which of which Jeff Rents is not one. No, not even in the top 250. Yeah, and believe it or not, um, yeah, he's not in the top 250. No, he's not. And, and 
we are in the top 250. Hmm. The Talkers, Talkers, Talkers Mag- Magazine, which is the industry publication, the industry publication. There are some radio publications like R&R yep. and Radio, radio Inc. Inc. Radio Inc's awesome. I love that it's magazine. It's more of a sales magazine. It is. Though, it's a sales else. magazine. So there's these other radio magazines that sort of cover the radio industry in general. And then there's Talkers. All about talk radio. In fact, they call themselves the Bible of talk radio. I mean, this is it. So you would think that Talkers Magazine would know. I'm sure they have heard of Jeff Rents. But you would think that if he was well-known respected, and respected, he might appear in the top 250. And let me clarify something. For those of you that have never seen the top 250 before, I'm not trying to toot our own. I, I, I don't really want to toot our horn too much, but... There are a bunch of local shows that yeah, made it into the top 250. There's local shows that made it into the uh, Talkers 250. I, this is the same point I was just going to make. Like, it's not a huge deal that we're in the top 250 because, you know, some afternoon drive guy in Toledo is in the top 250. <laughs> right. uh, but Jeff Rents, who's syndicated show, he's nowhere to be found. Now, you can find, uh, I think, the uh, Coast to Coast guy is in there. Art Bell? Or uh, the, the guy that Art Bell's kind of gone at this point, but uh, George Norrie's the, the replacement. No, I think there's a new guy even beyond George Norrie, but maybe he's just the weekend There's one. weekend guys, too. Okay. Ian Punnett. Anyway, <laughs> George Norrie, uh, he makes it into the top 250 because his show is you know on a lot of stations, and it's a big deal. Yeah. In fact, I'd guess he was in the top 100, but I'm not sure about that. But no, no rest. Seems like he should be. Well, anyway, he goes the on heavy with his hundred, by the way. He goes on to to worship his uh, his idol Rents, who, by the way, Rents is now essentially a ripoff of Alex Jones. Did well, you know that? I, George, uh, Jeff Rents used to be uh, like the Aliens Ghost Show, kind of like you know the wannabe overnight uh, Art Bell wannabe mm-hmm. guy, but now he wants to be Alex Jones. I mean, he's all of a sudden changed his uh, his tune ever since uh, ever since I guess getting on the network that we're on, and uh, now he does conspiracy crap. So and he's lost stations as a result of that, because stations that previously had him on to, to be an overnight show to talk about ghosts and crap, which is big in the overnights and in, in radio, like mm-hmm. people love that stuff in the middle of the night. Since he started talking about conspiracy crap, they've been taking him off the air, because I guess people don't want to listen to that. Anyway, he goes well, on. They to say, do it on uh, WLW, uh, the Big Seven Hundred in Ohio, um, all the time. So I don't know whether that's entirely true. I think that I, there's definitely a market for conspiracy talk. Who's on a c- conspiracy in on WLW? That's a Clear Channel station. Um, in the after, in the evenings, I've heard the guy. Um, you know, it's just a local guy. Huh. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, he says he's very no, well known and respected in the realm of talk radio, and whose website wrench.com is one of the most vi- most visited sites on the web. So what? You you seem to you don't get it, Greg. Popularity does not define accuracy. Popularity does not um, make it so that whatever the people that are popular are saying is true. There can be all kinds of people that will believe just utter garbage, and it can be totally popular. Am I making sense there? I don't know. I'm getting a, an, an IM from a listener that says that Rents is, in, um, is claiming to be on the uh, Talkers uh, magazine top 100. The top 100? The heavy 100. Uh, well, you know what? If I had the list in front of me, I'd look it up. We'll check it after the show just to guarantee, but I'm pretty sure he's not. Anyway, um, one of the most visited sites on the web will only serve to expedite the early cancellation of your show. Wow, he's really suggesting Rents is a powerful guy. I mean, if he's saying that if we keep trashing on Jeff Rents, that our show's going to get canceled. But wait, Jeff Rents' affiliate count is is growing smaller over time. It's lessening, and we're going up. So if 
someone's show's going to get canceled, whose is it most likely to be? Ah, just a suggestion. Not that I know anything about the future. I'm not predicting anything here. By the way, in other news, since we're talking about talk show hosts, I spotted this at the top of Drudge a moment ago. And I found it really um, amusing. From Think Progress, last night CNN's Larry King confessed to Roseanne Barr that he's never used the Internet. Really? King expressed doubt that the Internet was a viable political medium because there's 80 billion things on it. When Barr said she liked the Internet, (laughs) King acknowledged that I've never done it, never gone searching. Barr said King would love the Internet if he tried it. King replied, I wouldn't love it. What do you punch, little buttons and things? Can you believe this? <laughs> He's a really old you man. You are yeah. a relic. <laughs> He's a really old man. You are an antique. <laughs> you know, he says the uh, he doesn't do any research on the subjects before people get on his show. He doesn't want to know anything. He wants to ask questions yeah. that the American people would ask. Well, the American people, by and large, use the Internet, Mr. King. And uh, I suggest you give it a try before you croak someday. You know, it's just amazing to me. People are such Luddites. We're done. It's been Ian here with you. And Mark. All right. We'll see you tomorrow night online. In the meantime, at freetalklive.com, we're off to go uh, worship the Illuminati in a midnight mass to Satan. See you tomorrow. 1-800-Flowers.com wants to remind you Thanksgiving is November the 23rd. Try the Harvest Glow centerpiece from 1-800-Flowers, either as a gift or to decorate your table this Thanksgiving. The small is $49.99, and the large is just $59.99. Call, click, or come in for fresh flowers and gourmet gifts delivered same day, any day. Use code FTL to save 10% on your next order. That's FTL for a 10% savings. 1-800-Flowers.com, your florist of choice for the holidays.